so diligent, working so diligent. Everybody got a minute and listening. Bars in the swing like a pendulum. I'm on the hunt for the Benjamins. I understand that Benjamin had to go hard for the scratch like a nigga got chicken box. Sick of sick of bitches want the inside scoop and get nothing but dipping. That's too many summers end up cold. Too many people end up gone. Too many places I won't be. Got me wishing I was never home. So I'll be booking my schedule. Catch me a flight of Lanita, some Netflix and edibles. I land in the free and she chipping my cherry so they can lower cholesterol. I'm on the level you want. Look, silhouette boss, I'm all dark. Racial profile all the time, even getting stopped by Paul Blart. I'm coming soon with that work to give. Coming soon with that work to give. Just warm up style. Hey, hey. But we alright, nigga. Welcome to the Cohort Sports Report. My name is Jeff Woodworth, joined in studio today by Brendan Flanagan. Hello. Flip your mic up. Hello. There you go. <laughs> and John Imarelli. Cousin John. What did you just call me? I think it's Ilmarelli. Il- Il- Ilmarelli. El Marini. El Marini. Okay, mispronunciation. Stick to Cousin John. I was going to say, in my defense, <laughs> it's, it is it is Cousin John in my phone. Why do I not sound plugged in? I am so plugged in. Okay. Good to be here, Jeff. I know. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sure you feel very welcomed right now after I just fucked up your last name. Whatever. Um, pick a pick a different last name. El Marini will do just fine. El Marini. Yeah. But it it does start with an I. Yeah. So that's why it throws me off. I don't. But that's why I don't have it saved in my phone as El Marini. It's cousin John. Cousin John works. Okay, we'll stick with that from now on forever. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Forgiven. Mea copa. Yeah. All right. Uh, huge show today. John, you were just in Texas. Um, you were telling me about the festivities off. Uh, you had a good time? Great time. Yeah. Yeah, one of my uh, childhood best friends got married. So. Oh, that's fun. He really got to join he got to join the married club with you. Yeah. It was it was sweet. You can tell they really care about each other, so it was good. We were in the Dallas area and uh, oh, nice. beautiful venue. It was, everything went really well. Really smooth trip. Did you see Jerry World? No. I pretty much went on like a three-day drinking binge. <laughs> Bender. The first night, I took so many shots of different things. The the bride's dad kept buying us shots. I woke up with the worst headache of my life. And the next two nights, I drank very heavily, but it was like nothing happened because I survived the first night. Like I could do anything. So you right felt now. invincible. I could like ride a bull or, uh, yeah, or probably kill of one of my yeah. bare hands. I could <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing bad can ever happen to me. But it was a great time. Texas was cool. That's good to hear. Yeah. Damn, we are having – there's a lot of marriages happening because Mateo – Lucky guys. I wouldn't be surprised if Mateo gets hitched soon. I'm just throwing that out. That's reckless speculation. And that then, is a little reckless. And then uh, <laughs> who am I to interject into his personal life? Uh, and then we've got you. And then we had uh, our hockey prognosticator analyst, Kurt. He stopped by from Canada uh, with his wife, Jana. So everybody needs to grown up, man. Marriage. Ooh, that's so weird. Stay young as long as you can, Jeff. <laughs> well, I don't know why you're laughing at why, that. Just why so it's, yeah, right. I, I, I really am laughing, but at the same time, it's like, oh, man, I'm going to be off my parents' health insurance soon. Yeah. That's very scary. Yeah, you're damn near 25, 26? 26. I'm 25 right now. Thank you. Uh, I failed a lot in my life. I failed a lot to get to here at 25, being pod- <laughs> podcasting in the garage. Okay? You do not know what I've done, but I've done. I've failed a lot. So, I failed more, so it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed. Well, on that note, 
Uh, yeah, great show tonight. We've got winners, losers. We've got a uh, college football playoff picture. Uh, we've got Deacon and Geekin, because I finally learned the name of the segment that I created. I couldn't remember if it was a Geekin and Deacon or Deacon and Geekin. But we're going to be talking a little bit of hockey, uh, full court press, and then it's Wednesday, so we've got Lytle's Locks, and then uh, the Power Rankings pop culture update, and then we call it a day. But first... Word of the day. You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's word of the day is... I didn't actually write it down. I wrote down the definition, and I wrote down what it, it's a verb. I did oh not write down God. the actual word. We're off to a, a blazing start right now. Uh, give me one second. Dissemble. D-I-S-S-E-M-B-L-E. Dissemble. It is a verb meaning to conceal one's true motives or thoughts by some pretense or to speak or act hypocritically. So we shall see if there's any uh, dissemblance in what we are going to talk about today. I'm actually going to write that down since I forgot to write it down the first time. Honest mistake, guys. Don't get mad at me. Okay. Hand Serious. Up. Yeah, I can tell. Um, all right. So, dissemble to conceal one's true motives, thoughts, by some pretense, or to speak out or act hypocritically. So, I certainly hope I don't speak out or act hypocritically. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. When Dissemble. It co- when it comes to, like, w- so for example, when it comes to power rankings, like, that stuff's got to change. I could say something one week, and then I see something change the next week, and I'm just like, all right, I got to eat crow, and I got to fix this, and I think I did, but we'll find out at the end of the show. Uh, all right, let's get on to winners and losers. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Loser, 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 loser. Winners and losers on this 7th of November. Um... Today, first off, can't believe it's November already. That's crazy. Uh, but first up on the winners list, I figure you guys would be pretty excited about this. John, you've got a Giants hat on, Flan. I know you are a giant Giants fan. Uh, the Giants have hired a new general manager. What? Yes. Uh, put him on about the winners. I put him on the winners list. Let's hear you guys. Well, he's president of baseball ops, not. GM. Okay, so my bad. President of baseball ops. Okay, then I misread the Bleacher Report headline. Uh, I'll give you guys each like thirty seconds to a minute sound off on how happy you are, Flan. Uh, I mean, I don't really know much about the guy, but he was J- Dodgers GM. He's put some good teams together down in L.A., and uh, everyone that knows him says he's good, so I'm pretty happy with it. I'll, everything sounds like good reviews. I'm pretty stoked. <laughs> Fantastic analysis. Thank you, John. Um, I was going to say, uh, if they give him the type of money that he had to spend with in, in L.A. Which he has. In San Francisco, he's gonna have that type of money. Damn yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Then I then I think that there shouldn't be any reason. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not watch. I'm not pocket watching. They're one of the higher payrolls. Okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so there should be no reason as to why he he wouldn't be able to, in theory, put a team together like he did in L.A. Um, you know, a lot of his team was through drafting in the in the minors. So I don't. Not a lot of it was through. Oh, okay. Trade I was gonna say. Unfortunately, it'll just be one of those teams that'll get you to the World Series and then won't be able to to win the thing. But you know. Well. Whatever. We'll see what happens. Slight shot at the dogs. Anything could really happen with the Giants. They could kind of tear down and try to get that farm system going again, or they could keep trying to be kind of stubborn and put a real contender together. I don't know. It's tough to tell. Either way, I'll probably still go to some games in the summer if they suck. Of course. It's always fun to go to a ball game. I love going to Giants games. Beautiful ballpark. Um, now just put a product out on that or in that ballpark that is equally as beautiful to watch. Um, all right, next up on the l- or first up on the losers list, I don't know if you guys saw this. 
Bryce Harper turned down a $300 million deal with the Washington Nationals. It was 10 years, $300 million, and he is reportedly asking for somewhere in the ballpark, pun intended, of $400 million. Now, I'm asking you guys. Do you think he's worth that much money? That's what I was going to ask. Do you think Bryce Harper is worth that much money? I saw a stat. He's hit over 100 RBIs once in his career. He's had over 25 home runs twice in his career. And, like, he's batted over 300, I think, three times in his career. I don't think anyone's worth that. I much feel like batting now. batting average is something that we kind of like, you know, tend to blow out of proportion with uh with with guys nowadays. I think nowadays. If, you, if you end the season batting over 300, you'd pretty damn good year. You either got to hit 300 or you got to hit 30 homers. You got to yeah. do one or the other, I think. I don't know. I wouldn't pay anybody that much money. Mm-mm. But yeah. what it sounds like what six-time All-Star, an MVP, rookie he's of the just, year, he's silver just, he's slugger. He's just an All-Star now because he's with the Jeter effect, which is the yeah. name. Yeah, and and a home run derby champion too, by the way. Oh so yeah, <laughs> twenty-six years old. Some money. I'm just saying. All right, so yeah, this past year he batted 249. He's batting 279 for his career. He's had 184 home runs, 521 RBIs, and 75 stolen bases. Uh, that is when he is trying to run down the baseline very hard. I don't like. I don't. I, I think four hundred million dollars for for an egotistical dude who's going to come in. We're worried more about his hair than hustling down on the <laughs> down the line. You know, it's just. I, w- I wouldn't pay anybody that much money. I'm taking shots at him, but yeah, four hundred million dollars is absolutely ridiculous. And we've seen. Look at. Go ahead and take a look at all the deals that all the all the hundred million dollar deals that have happened over the course of time. When have they ever worked out? Now, I'm sure I'm going to be wrong. There will be a couple outliers that you'd be like, well, Jeff, this one worked. Oh, Albert Pujols, how'd that work out for the Angels? Not good. Didn't work out. Barry Zito. Giancarlo, not on the Marlins jo- anymore. Well, Giancarlo, not on the Marlins, and you paid for, and the Yankees are now paying for him to strike out five times a game, you know, three times yeah, a week. Zito was Zito awful. Zito was man. awful until he vindicated himself in that World Series. Uh, I'm trying to think of other big name contracts. A Rod did nothing up until A Rod's first contract, his five year contract, he did something. But when, but he, when, when he, he went, went to the went Yankees, to, no, he got he got a, he first got a five year contract, I believe, with the Yankees. Then he got a ten year. Didn't he get a huge one with the Rangers? No, that's what he got. He got he got traded from. I think he got traded from, from the, the Rangers. No, from the Mariners to the Rangers. But then he went to the he went to the Yankees on like a five year deal, I think, because at that time oh, I, I could swore. Well, A Rod's one of the best baseball players. Well, ever played. juicing aside, but um, I'm just oh, saying, whatever. like that. Well, A Rod's interesting in himself. How he went from disgraced juicer to now. I think Jeter had, Jeter did pretty well with a big contract. Yeah, but okay, I'm just saying the general rule of thumb is, especially in baseball, as much as I like to cap on quarterbacks getting paid way too much, in baseball, if you give these guys seven plus year deals where you're going upwards of $200 million, you never get the type of return. Miguel Cabrera, that's the one I was thinking of. I go back and ask the Detroit Tigers if they'd pay Miguel Cabrera all that money to get the $200 million or something. Miguel Cabrera is scheduled to make, we've covered it on the show before, he's scheduled to make at least $35 million for the next four years, and we'll be lucky if he even makes it through his rehab assignment to come back because he tore his bicep. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is with Harper is he's still got to be pretty damn young. He is, yeah. He's uh, 26 years old. 26 in 22 days. I guess the only one I'd give money like that to right now is probably Mike Trout. Yeah. Because he's done it on a consistent basis. Mike yeah. Trout is phenomenal. Yeah. Bryce Harper has pop. 
is Mike, Hollywood. I, he's got Mike, pop. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Mike, Mike Trout is the talent, whereas like Bryce Harper is kind of like the face. Like that's they definitely want Bryce I mean, Harper to be the Bryce face Harper's of really good, but to give anyone that much money is just mm-hmm. kind of crazy. It's ridiculous. There was, there, was, there was a rumor going around like four or five years ago that he was going to be wanting five hundred million. So it's numbers going down. He's not worth it. No. Maybe he's, he's gotten a little nope. bit more realistic. Yeah. Pass. All right. Uh, next up on the losers list, I don't know if you guys heard about this because Mateo kind of dropped the bomb on me towards the end of uh, the show last week or last episode. Uh, Floyd Mayweather was supposed to fight a uh, Japanese kickboxer in the got cut today. Resin, yeah, oh, did the it get resin cut fighting league. Uh, Floyd backed out. He issued a statement on Instagram saying he never agreed to the fight in the first place. Um, I mean, honestly, you could look at this and say that it was bound to happen. There were no, there wasn't a set. D- uh, the d- the only thing that was set for the fight was that they were going to set or they were going to fight on New Year's Eve. They weren't sure if it was going to be a boxing match or an MMA match or what, because this kid's a 20 year old just you know Japanese kickboxing phenom, and then you got Floyd, who's literally twice his age, um, you know doing what he does in boxing. So I just at this point, anything Floyd Mayweather related, I kind of just roll my eyes and laugh at because it's there's always going to be this special set of rules that that accompany. Yeah. That makes sure that Floyd gets what he, Floyd needs, and and to ensure that he stays undefeated. And it's like you duped me for the last time with the McGregor fight. You well, got me the first time with the Pacquiao fight, and then you got me for the last time with the McGregor fight. I ain't doing it no more. Well, why would he even want to? Just be done. He has so much money. Well, you think he has so much money? I don't know. I don't know how much money he's put. If you lived that lavish lifestyle, we were constantly traveling around in a private yeah, jet like, for yeah, just you true. and four other people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, eventually, there's got to be a point where that catches up to you, no matter how much money you've made. Yeah, you that's know? true. So, um, because again, this is a guy. You look at his outside. The only outside business interests uh, that I know of that he has, um, besides him boxing, are the uh, the Mayweather promotions, which is going on putting you know putting young fighters on, young boxers on, and then. Uh, the TMT brand, the the money team brand, okay. and you know I don't know how much money that that generates, but yeah. most entrepreneurs are always striving to make an income. He he can't just go away, you know. Um, Flan, any any thoughts on that? No. Yeah. Uh, I just know that he he was he saw, he was, his thinking behind the fight was just gonna be like they're gonna fight in basically a room with a bunch of rich people. It wasn't gonna be like a whole crowded venue. It was just gonna be like it was supposed to be like a private fight. Yeah. And then I mean, then he, I guess he backed out today. But I yeah. just I when I heard him I, when I heard him come out and say he's gonna do this fight, I'm like, well, I just confused of what does he have to prove? Yeah, what do you yeah, have? What do you have to, to gain from this? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, next up on the winners list, Lamelo Ball is returning to high school. He committed to a high school in Ohio. Um, I have to look up Akron. No, no, I, I'm not exactly sure where <laughs> where in Ohio it is. Um. But the, the, the big win here is that he is uh, oh the Spire Institute in Ohio. Uh, the good Geneva, Ohio. The good news is is that he's going to be back in school, right? So, like, <laughs> ju- just that's the thing. Is like Lamello, How old is he? Is junior then? Or? Lamello is 17, so he's going to be going into his senior year of high school. Um, he obviously left the Chino Hills uh, high school team once his dad got in the feud with the coach. Went over to play in Latvia or wherever that was. And then he spent the past couple of months playing in the JBA. And uh, is now going back to high school. So that way I think he can do the whole, you know, like let's get recruited, go one year in, in school, and then try and go to the league. Um, I think him and Lonzo are the two the two ball brothers that have the most potential. And then we're just gonna watch Liangelo just continue to struggle. He's gonna be like the he's gonna be like Cooper Manning, except without the. Back one injury. of them is just not even that good. Liangelo, the middle one. Yeah, who, he tried out for the Lakers. It's just yeah. So when it, the he, stole, one got he stole uh, stuff from Tokyo or whatever it was. China, China. Or, yeah. He was the one who got in trouble for, for yeah. 
uh, stealing off the court when you should have been stealing on the court. Just shut know. up and play basketball. Shut hey, up the, and the balls. Shut up and dribble. Are you talking about the balls? The ball yeah, family? just shut up yeah. and play well, basketball. Well, we haven't heard. What's funny is you haven't heard from Lavar this entire Lakers season. Because so he's far. an idiot. Well, I think it's also he said a bunch of shit and he didn't back up any of it. Well, he and his did, son no. didn't back up any well, of it. Well, okay, so I will say I will up. say he did kind of predict LeBron coming to the Lakers. Who he cares? He did speak. Oh, that, that what was he a fortune teller now? No, like, oh, spoke, LeBron's gonna come to the Lakers. He spoke into existence his uh, his his son playing with LeBron on the Lakers. He spoke his son's. He got, he got three kids a scholarship to UCLA. Granted, that's gone by the wayside. He's got one in the league. He's got another one contending to be in the league. And then he's got a third one that's saying, or that everyone's saying is like, yeah, this is probably the best one. He also said Lonzo was going to be rookie of the year. He said he was going to take the Lakers to the playoffs in his first season. Well, yeah, Shut he's, he's missed up. He's missed on a couple, but I'm saying the guy he's just, definitely hit. The guy just says shit to get attention. Shut up. He plays it very well. He does a good job. Shut up. All right. Uh, all right, I will shut up. Sorry. No, not right. you, uh, Jeff. I was going to say, we got a long way to go. You're not half as bad as LeVar, Thank you. okay? Yeah, I, but you're not great, but you're not. Never lost. Yeah, yeah. I never, never lost. <laughs> all right. Uh, last up on the losers list. How much were you guys into the WWE growing up? A lot, a little, not so much. It's What the rock? Oh, I when The Rock came out, dude, I lost my shit. Oh, what about Booker T? Can you dig it? I liked Booker Suck T. Suck up. I liked Booker T. That was a good one. And I'm pretty sure he came out to 3-6 Mafia or something like that. Um, I loved the WWE when I was a child. I was all about I it. I watched every Monday Night Raw. And, Thursday, and Thursday Night Smackdown. Smackdown. And then I remember yeah. one year, Flan, you're looking at us like we're crazy. You never I got never down. I never watched that. Oh, man. Yeah, I used my to get dad, down with it. Stone Cold was my guy. Stone Cold, Steve Austin, Rey Mysterio, The Big Show. We could go on. We I remember. I remember when Floyd Mayweather broke The Big Show's nose on Monday Night Raw because he didn't. He <laughs> forgot that it was fake, and so uh, he like legit rocked The Big Show, and The Big Show kind of had to just eat it and, and play along with it. Dude, I loved that shit growing but, up. But yeah, so really did the Undertaker, oh, American Chopper Undertaker, and then he went back to being you know dead Undertaker like from the grave. NW NWO is that what they the were? The New World Order. Yeah. yeah. With Kevin Nash and Hogan and X. Oh, I love it. Dude, Generation X with uh, Shawn Michaels <laughs> and Triple H. Okay, bringing it back to Triple H because we got very off track there. He tore his pec muscle, didn't he? Yeah, that's exactly it. Thank you, Flan. Uh, he tore his bicep and his pec muscle. Not exactly sure how he did it. Is uh, to undergo surgery. Let's see. Heard that's gnarly. Suffered a possible tournament. Oh, during his tag team match with Shawn Michaels against The Undertaker and Kane um, at an event called Crown Jewel. Oh, jeez, whatever happened to Backlash? Um, they gotta put like screws in your muscle and all this yeah. shit to get it back together. It's crazy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's done. <laughs> he's gonna be. Yeah, but he's still. I guess he fought through. He's forty nine. Wow. He's done. Jesus. Remember when he had long hair and he'd st- spit out the water bottle? Hey, he pedigree everybody. That yeah. was his big move. Give him dog food. He would literally just force feed dog food. Dog food. <laughs> Not kidding. He wouldn't do that. Um. All right. So <laughs> I, got, I got another loser for you. What's the last loser on the list then? Uh, why not put it Kentucky's recruiting recruiting? Okay, class in bro. There. Are you getting ahead of ourselves? We're just about to talk. We're I'm gonna talk saying. basketball soon. They're number two versus number one recruiting class. You w- absolutely. You want to put Coach? You say Coach Cal is a did loser. Duke, and did we'll Duke just smash we'll him? We're gonna elaborate. A three or something like that. Dude, Duke's gonna run <laughs> everybody. <man. laughs> that Zion kid is unreal. Very unreal. We're gonna talk about this in a little bit. So just hold on. Next, tease. Jeff. Thank yeah, you. Next. Yeah, a professional tease for Mr. Flanagan. Just what's what's that? What's the Ariana Grande? Thank you. Next. <laughs> Oh, don't need to get me started on her. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so next up on the last up on the winners list, we have some NFL moves. So unfortunately, to my chagrin, uh, Le'Veon Bell is still a no-show in Pittsburgh, but it's still a win for him because we actually came to find out this week 
that Le'Veon has played long enough in the league and has been franchise tagged enough to where he could sit out this year and still be a free agent. So he could sit out, still save a year off of taking the, the licks. He wouldn't get any of the money that the Steelers would get from franchise tagging him this year, but he would still be eligible to go get shot or you know shop around to other teams. Supposedly he scored 12 points at six boards at the LA Fitness I, down yeah, in LA. I, uh, <laughs> no, it was in Pittsburgh. It was, it was LA Fitness in Pittsburgh. So he was back. LA Fitness in Pittsburgh. I don't understand why, but it's it's <laughs> but it's in, he was in Pittsburgh. He left Miami. He's back in Pittsburgh. He's going on another vacation. Then he's going to come back to Pittsburgh. Um, all right, and then we've got Des Bryant signing with the New Orleans Saints. He's going to be catching passes from our Lord and Savior Drew Brees. Uh, so I and I mean that 100% Drew Brees. Um, but I don't know if Des makes the Saints any better, but the Saints make Des better. If that makes sense, Drew Brees, seventy-seven percent completion percentage. He will he will throw Des Bryant open even if Des Bryant doesn't I, get open. I think the main thing it does. I don't expect Des Bryant to do much, but if he does, cool, right? You get you you, you catch something there. Very what cool. I think it does is at least teams will go, oh shit, that's Des Bryant. You at least gotta respect that and his his frame and his you know his catching ability. And that probably frees up the other weapons on that offense. I think that's what it does. It's just another big name where teams are like, oh, shit, we kind of got to keep an eye on him at least. I think what it does is it allows – see, Dez turned down three years, $8 million from the Ravens. He wanted to gamble on himself for just this year to get a bigger deal. He still thinks he can get one more big deal out of everybody. Um, and, you know, it, and he, he, when he was signing with the Saints, they said, we're going to sign you for this year and next year. He said, no, I just want it for these eight games. He actually goes back to Dallas in week 13, so he's gonna, you know he's going to have a chip on his shoulder then. Um, like I said, I, he doesn't necessarily make the Saints better, but this is good because he's going to a good environment with a great quarterback that can uh, showcase what he's supposedly been working on this whole time while he's been sitting out. We thought for sure Des was an idiot for sitting out the entire year. He's gambled on himself, and it and right now it seems to have paid off. We shall see. What better he, than taking five million to go play for the Browns all year. That's, that's for damn sure. Yeah, yeah. and then also being and then he would have looked like a bum. So yeah, he's at least has a Hall of Fame. One of the best quarterbacks ever throwing exactly. him. Exactly. Uh, quite possibly one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, they had they better had than Aaron Rodgers. But somebody you know. posted a funny video. Yeah, they're, they're all in the same class. Somebody posted a funny video on Twitter after he got signed, and it was uh, Dez trying to catch footballs off a uh, pitching machine. Oh. And it was like I think there were like ten balls. So I think he caught three of the ten. Oh jeez, <laughs> not good. All right. Last <laughs> up on the winners list, uh, we have Bruce Irvin. So John's boy, one of John's boys, uh, is now back home in Atlanta. He signed with the Atlanta Falcons. And I think this is a move that not only helps Bruce Irvin, but definitely helps the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I'm blanking on who else they have on their, on their line. I know Vic that they, Beasley Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's, there's, there's one other one on their line, too, that uh, I don't think I'm blanking they on. They had Don Terry Poe I don't, last year. I don't know if he's still there. Also, they're also missing Deion Jones out of their linebacking court. Mm. There's a little beat up there in Atlanta, so this is a defense that could definitely use Bruce Irvin's help. Um, so, yeah, look to the Falcons. They're beefing up their defense. Very cool stadium, too. You like the Mercedes? Very, very good for him. Stadium. The Raiders are still going to pay him over $3 million. He's make the guy at between that and the contract he signed with the the pro-rated contract he signed with the Falcons. He's making like nine mil this year. Don't so feel bad. Him. Don't feel bad. There's been plenty of dumb salary moves before. Just what would look, I feel bad about? Just look at the Cavs. The Cavs paid Mike Brown to be the Warriors' assistant coach when he was then helping the Warriors beat them in the NBA Finals the following yeah. year. So okay. there's stuff that's happening. You know, it could be worse. I'm happy for anybody with paid. talent who gets cut from the Raiders because <laughs> you have a fucking brand new opportunity to go play for a real team. You have, Good yeah, for you. you have a future now. Yeah. 
Uh, he turned down offers of more money from the Steelers and the Patriots. Who, Bruce Irvin? Yeah, he wanted to play for his hometown team. So. Oh, okay. Oh, he's like, oh, he turned down to the Steelers. Huh? I don't um, like him now. No, it teaches their own. I, 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 to be it's honest, his own prerogative. I'm going to close it with this. I think he's kind of overrated anyway. Oh, okay, interesting. Hot takes. He's always been overrated. Hot he's, takes. He's wow. overrated. Okay. The guy, I watched this, the, the box score. The guy gets one tackle, one sack. Yeah, he, came, he came into the league as a, as a sack, like, Specialist and he's he's most I think the most sacks he ever got seven eight. and a half yeah. eight yeah overrated that's what, he, that's what everyone was I remember because that Seattle drafted him I think it was like 2012 or something like that and that was like the 15th overall and everyone was saying it was way too high but uh, he's a pass rush specialist and I don't think he ever got over eight the entire time he was in Seattle overrated but Cliff okay. Averill and still D-line. it's still it's better. a veteran to put on that D line and the and the Falcons need it and get and the Falcons are. They started slow, but they're gonna. The Falcons, they could buzz. The they could buzz defense, saw through some people. The Falcons defense would open or would welcome six, seven and a half sacks with open arms. Oh yeah, from they need it. So. They need it. Yeah. All right, that'll do it for winners and losers. Um, as we continue down this, uh, whatever you want to call it, hole, rabbit hole, this road. I don't. I don't know what we describe this as. Uh, but now we are gonna venture into the college football playoff picture. The college football playoff picture. All right, completely unrelated to our Lytle's Locks pick because we do pick on college football games. There was some uh, change up here in the college football playoff rankings. Number one, Alabama. Number two, Clemson. Still the same. Notre Dame jumping up to number three. Michigan rounding out. All right. Very, very happy. Uh, Very happy with Michigan being at number four. Georgia at number five. Oklahoma at six. LSU at seven. Washington State at eight. West Virginia at nine. Ohio State at ten. So West Virginia, Oklahoma are going to they're going to play each other last week of the season. Then they play each other in the Big 12 championship game if all things stay the same. So that'll that'll eliminate somebody. Uh, Alabama will play Georgia in the SEC championship game. That will eliminate somebody. LSU is just going to hang around. Washington State really needs to make a push here, although I don't think they're going to play anybody of value in the Pac-12. Uh, Clemson is pretty much just going to make it in. Notre Dame. Notre, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Michigan all control their own destiny. I mean, so does Alabama too. But, I mean, is, is all this a waste? Are we just really just kind of just wasting our energy because we know Alabama is going to take it at the end of the year? Yeah, well, Alabama has it in back. Well, they're going to be in the Final Four, no doubt. Yeah, even if even if Alabama I loses the Iron Bowl and they lose the SEC championship game, they still a two-loss Alabama team still makes it in the college football playoff. Probably. I don't know about two losses. One loss for sure. I think it's the same with Clemson. Uh, Clemson's going to run the table. but uh, You see Clemson beat Louisville by like 60 points. They put 77 points on them. I was shocked, though, at the Michigan-Penn State game. I thought it was going to be a close one. They just blew them and out. Yeah, Michigan, Michigan whipped their ass. Didn't yeah, yeah. their defenses were so good. Who does Michigan play this week? Play uh, Maryland. Oh, okay, so easy game. When do they play Ohio State next week? Uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Thanksgiving weekend. All right, so we're still two two weeks away from. That's the big one. Yeah. Every what are, year. What do they call that game? The game. The game. Oh, the big game is Cal and Stanford. Sorry, excuse me. They call it yeah. Maycopa. <laughs> yeah, that's a big game. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a real big game. You know, Palo Alto and Berkeley. Um, all right. Stanford has just fallen off the map so far this yeah, year. Yeah, it's been a it's been a fall from from grace for uh for. I hope Cal Stanford. beats them. I hate Stanford. 
I do. I do too. You got a lot of resentment build up there, man. You hate the Seahawks. You hate Stanford. I'm getting all my anger pumped for December fifteenth when I can unleash that Travis Scott. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Uh, He's going to. It is going, going to. to. Well, I'm going to save all mine up for when we go to the hill and we watch USF play Gonzaga, and I am going to scream at Gonzaga's bench from opening tip to the final buzzer. I don't care how bad. Do you know when that game win. is? No, sometime in January. Gonzaga's going to win. I don't care how. So I don't care how much Gonzaga can be up 40 points on USF. I will still scream at whoever's jersey is visible on that Gonzaga Why bench. Why do you not like Gonzaga? No, because I'm from the city, so you got to represent. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta let them know. What? I will. I will. I will say. I will say. USF when Gonzaga, when Gonzaga plays on the hilltop at USF. My family from the Mission District, cuz. All right, we show that. All right, I'll, I'll put it out there. I'll represent okay, for now USF. Like, now you're just going over the top. <laughs> yeah, you they, always, they, always, they always play them hard though at the hilltop. Oh, it will be. It'll be a good game. So, John, you're more than welcome to come if you want to. I'm cool. Okay. Well, <laughs> you can't say we didn't invite you. All right. Next up in the college football playoff picture. Uh, completely unrelated because this team is not going to make the college football playoff. But uh, the University of Kansas Jayhawks, shout out to Kerr Johnson Jr. He's a Sonoma County product. Um, went to Annaly, then went to the JC, and now he's off at the University of Kansas playing nice. wide receiver. Cool. Starting for him, too. Um, so Kansas is apparently interested in less miles. So they went and fired their coach. Kansas has two wins this year. This is a perennial team that is a perennial dumpster fire. They had that fat coach, Fusion. Majerus, he's gone. Um, so. I think that was his name. I think he might have died. Or maybe oh, he didn't. Maybe oh, he didn't. Yeah, I don't know. If he did die, it was because he was fat. But in, <laughs> but, but if he didn't die, then I'm sorry for accidentally killing you when you didn't die. And I hope that you lost the weight. But but Kansas is looking at less miles. Is that something? Yes? No? That's who Mich- that's who Mi- that should have been the Michigan coach for Lloyd Carlett, but he decided to stay at LSU, and then he got fired, so... Interesting. Do you like that idea? I like, like the idea. You like the idea, Flynn? John, how do you do you like the idea of less miles at Kansas? I don't know who the fuck Les Miles is. Les so. Miles is the guy who used to coach for LSU. He used to eat the grass. I so he's a football guy. I can think of his face. I don't give a shit. Oh, okay. All right. He's, well, he's a good. He's a. I think he's Kansas. Good. Yeah, the university. Kansas isn't shit in football, are they? But that's what they I'm saying. They have blue turf field. They so Kansas went from being like you know like this perennial like we're gonna walk all over you. They'll go zero and eight in the Big Twelve or whatever. They maybe win one game to where they've won two games in the Big Twelve this year. And they're a program on the rise. I will show is them some Les respect. Is Les Miles so down and out that he has to take a shit? Les Miles job? has been doing Dr. Pepper commercials, so I think Les Miles would be interested in coaching Kansas if uh, if the opportunity presented itself, if they gave him enough money. And that's his primary. Oh, I know who that guy is. There you is. go. I was gonna say that was the liquor talking man. Just the uh, end of the shift, and we got <laughs> got a beer. And I'm halfway through my beer. I just. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, take that, the that's job. A, that's at a Kansas. lot of that's a lot of beer for Jeff, by the way. It is a lot. Yeah, he, got, he got hung over on two beers one if time. If you're Kansas, yes, go get less miles. That's a great move. Your program will probably win four or five games next year. You'll be moving in the right direction. Right? You double your win total. Yeah, I was That's enthusiastic about that. Less miles. For sure. <laughs> That's what He's got a national championship, does he not? Yep. I think so. Yeah, with LSU. Fucking take him. Him. Granted, he would be different recruits. It would be a different type of recruit. But it would I think, be. I think less miles could uh, really get the culture there to turn around nice. at the University of Kansas. And for the record, I'm not going to let that beer comment go un- unslided because last weekend held my own with you and Pilar. So thank you very much. 
We had a beer like every hour. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Minor details. Help my own. All right. Uh, so that'll do it for the college football playoff picture as we continue to watch Alabama just march towards what is probably the mo- inevitable champion. Are they? Is Alabama really that good? This oh year? my god, dude! They're so insane. imagine Alabama every year where they're good at every position, and the one thing they've been missing is a quarterback. And now Nick Saban has the quarterback. And and, so. and if that quarterback gets hurt, he has a slightly less better quarterback that's still capable of running the offense that is being run right now. Quick question before we move on. It's a machine. Yeah. Yes or no? I want it quick. Could they beat the Raiders? No. 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 You're talking about different. Okay. Two, okay. Two gonna, I, 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 I don't, I I don't think, need a breakdown. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Two different types of bodies. All right. So uh, as we move on, we are now gonna dip. Well, not dip because it would be frozen. We're gonna we're gonna skate a little bit here. Some uh, Deacon and Geekin. Deacon and Geekin. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. So shout out to the hockey cohort because we had Kurt here last episode and uh, cannot get Luca. And then we have a special guest who I'm actually learning from at the radio station, Mike DeWald, huge hockey guy. We'll be bringing him on. Um, but we're going to attempt to tackle this hockey segment here. There's a couple of hockey headlines that are in the news that I feel like we should be talking about, giving a little bit of a show and put some respect on for uh, the hockey cohort. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but the Los Angeles Kings and the Chicago Blackhawks both fired their coaches. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks is notable because that is a three-time Stanley Cup winning coach. But if you take a look, uh, the Kings are in dead last in the Pacific Division. You know, hockey does everything by points. So they have 11 points. Um, and then the Blackhawks are sitting in second to last place in the Central Division with 15 points. So I can understand why this move was made. Um, in general, guys, we are about 15 games into the hockey season. Uh, for hockey, baseball, any sport in general, are you a fan of, fi- of, of moving on from a coach less than a quarter of the way into the season? Yes or no? Mm. Well, wait. Uh, depends. So if I'll put it this way. You're the Chicago Blackhawks, and you have a coach that's won three Stanley Cup finals, and you aren't performing to where you think you should be 15 games into the season, and you say, you know what? We're going to move on from the coach right now. Like, do you think that – It's I, a scapegoat. I, exactly. I don't, know wh- I don't know why teams think it's okay to do this. You, GMs, you notice, you notice that teams will usually stick with one GM, and that one GM will usually have about three to four coaches that he can kind of play with if it doesn't work out. And then once the three to four coaches come through, then the team's like, ah, oh, maybe it's the GM's fault. So I'm just interested. Would you do that, John? If the, if the coach has lost the team, maybe. Or no. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I think there's a time and place for it. That's interesting. I don't know. I'm just not a big fan for it. Uh, obviously, if, if, you know, a lot of times I think what you see is it galvanizes the team short term and they might come out swinging for the next couple games. Uh, yeah, you look right. at what happened with the Cleveland Browns with Greg Williams. They came out and punched the Chiefs in the mouth, but then at the end of the day, it was just they came up short. So <laughs> I think but, oh, very short. Well, they, but they hung in the game. Yeah, not really but punching them in the mouth. Well, yes. they did in the first half. Um, but all I'm saying is that it is that fi- a, a change like this can can give you a short term boost. I don't see it having any long term um, effects. I think I think no ma- even if you have championships, we could see it with like the Giants. Like sometimes your coach can get a little stale. Okay, well Vegas was in the was in the Stanley Cup Finals last year, and they're in the bottom of their division this year. They're not doing so well. I think what I'm getting at here is that it, you're 15 games into an 82 game season. 
why are you making the call now as opposed to waiting maybe until game 30 where you could see if water always finds its level, you know, maybe yeah. this team levels out and, and they, there's an upturn here. I just never get like the like the Browns doing that, and then the Cavs the whole when the Cavs fired Tyrone, it's like okay, you bring in an assistant coach who already knows he's not gonna have a job with this team next year. Yeah, and like you're looking for like some short term boost, but it's like it just it, it just doesn't make like no, there's you have a motivation if you want to like to win or something, but there's no, what's the motivation for the coach? It's like oh, well, I'm not even gonna be here. Next and that's year. where I like to lean on whoever we have on the hockey guest here because I don't keep my my thumb on the pulse like I should but this is a Chicago team that didn't do too well last year I don't think the, the Kings did that great last year but I mean like if there, you're, had, there had to be like a rip between him and the GM if you're if like you're that. if if you're in the process of a rebuild you think that you would have that understanding with your coach um, you but should it, just shit cannon before the season if you know right? that's not that's, who you're gonna roll with that's like that's <laughs> like the Cavs dumping Tyron lose six games into the season it's just it does not make sense to me the only thing I can compare it to is when Dennis Allen was the coach of the Raiders, they fired him after starting 0-4. Mm-hmm. And, like, going into the season, there was no way he should have still been our coach anyway. So if, if everyone's like, why is this guy still around? Well, if Kings if Kings and Blackhawks fans feel that way, then I understand the move. But if, if you... Then I think you should have just done it at the beginning of the year. Right? Why yeah, why yeah. even put it on for 16 games? Now you have to pay a salary for the rest of the year. There, you know? Whenever something like that ha- happens, I just feel like there's got to be something going on. It's just not like, oh, we're losing, so we're going to fire you even though you're a good coach. It's like there's got to be some headbutting going on somewhere. Yeah. All right, and then last up in the Geekin and Deacon se- or Deacon and Geekin segment, excuse <laughs> me, I know, You'll right? You'll never it's get it right. It's, it's just it's it's yeah. constantly flipping back and forth. Uh, so this is according to CBS News. Uh, several Ottawa Senators players were recorded openly mocking coaches and joking about the state of the team while riding in an Uber driver in a recent road trip. The video, which was presumably recorded and shared by the driver of the vehicle, hit the internet this week via Twitter and YouTube. The five-minute recording appears to have captured uh, in Phoenix last week. And featured a number of prominent players poking fun at the team's current defensive and special teams woes. Uh, we have quotes out of here like, um, "I haven't paid attention in three weeks." That's bad. Yeah, we don't we don't change anything ever. So why do we have a meeting? I haven't paid attention in three weeks was the actual <laughs> quote that you hear from the back of the video. Uh, do you notice that when Blank runs the video, if you actually do pay attention, he doesn't ever teach you anything. He just commentates on what's happening. So these are just guys just ripping on the fucking coaching staff in the back of an Uber. Maybe the coaches deserve it. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Uh, but yeah, if then they're the, in an Uber. Maybe these guys were a little buzz. Then and they the players, were shit. which is great, because then the players came out and released a joint statement because those are so sincere. We want to apologize. Oh, excuse me. Let me say this. They're from Ottawa, so you got to get the Canadian accent. We want to apologize publicly to <laughs> Mor- to Marty Raymond and our teammates and our coaches for our comments in Phoenix, Arizona, on October 29th, eh? No, I'm just kidding. Our private conversation <laughs> was recorded without our knowledge or consent. We are passionate about our team and focusing on growing together. He, bite me. Yeah. We are grateful for the support Shut of our up. fans and organization. There is an important learning lesson, and we will do better. Eh? And then uh, Sens head coach Guy Boucher. This is such a Canadian name, Guy Boucher, but he spells it B-O-U-C-H-E-R, like Bobby Boucher, Bobby from, the, Boucher from the water boy. My, my mama says. He's spitting the c- Nothing is more important to us during this rebuild than making sure our players and coaches are fully committed to our plan or values and our system of play. We have every confidence in Marty Raymond's coaching in the effort and determination of our team and in the sincerity of our players' apology. We are now treating this as a team matter. We will be making no further comments to the media. Um, Sounds like there's turmoil all over that organization and 
The players probably think it's a fucking listen joke. To this, listen to this bold-faced lie lying through his teeth. We have every confidence in our coaching, in the effort and determination of our team, and the sincerity of our players' apology. There is so much hot air being blown around in this scenario right now to yeah. melt the ice. Holy shit. That's... Oh. Like that. You like that, ice, huh? Yeah, yeah, no. I come up with this stuff just off the top of my head. Sure you do. Uh, I do, but that's that's Doubt nuts. It. I'm trying to think of like the, this is like essentially what's going on with the Minnesota Timberwolves right now. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. Uh, shout out to that Uber driver for snitching. Yeah, recording snitches that. Snitches get stitches. Well, by he's, the way. he's having the he's having the mental stitches. wherewithal to realize I got some senators in the car right now, and then just being like, I'm gonna hit this video, and then oh, they leave. Oh, I got some fucking gold. Two five minute videos. So he just recorded ten they minutes. Probably got drunk and we're just talking shit oh, like yeah. anybody else does. It's probably not a big deal, but yeah. are, is the team doing really poorly? Do we know? Uh, I'm gonna have to look up the standings God, again. Come on. I mean, we should at least know how the team's doing. I'd, I'd, I can't imagine that they're doing very well if this is going on in the organization. And the Senators are tied for... They're 6-6-3, six, six and three, so yeah. now they're well, not Well, the, the remember in hockey, they do everything by points. So they got 15 points. That puts them uh, third to last place in the Atlantic Division. How so many they're going through some Sixth shit. place. Is it yeah. two points for a win, one for a tie? Three, I believe. So three, just like hot, like just like 15? soccer. They got a little buzz. They talk to oh, maybe, maybe it is too. Okay, maybe sorry, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe don't their know. coaches oh, are dumbasses. And uh, oh, they get points for an overtime loss too in hockey. If you lose in overtime, you get a point. Well, what? Yeah. Well, they obviously don't respect their coaches. In, in those Ottawa? said players, yeah. And maybe the coaches are derps. Yeah. So hey, probably derps. Man, we really need a hockey prognosis. Think about it. It'd be hella frustrating if you were a player and you gave a shit and you tried, and your coach is like, well, yeah. If imagine if your coach really is in the meetings when you're supposed to be breaking down film, and he's just talking about, oh, nice stick handling right there, eh? And it's just like, no, you should be telling me what fucking part of the ice I should be there, man, whose man I should be on, and where I should be looking for that backdoor pass or not. Not telling me that he's doing a great job deking up the fucking ice. So I can understand why these guys would be upset um, if that is in fact what's going on. Sounds like it's pretty amateur up in Ottawa. So, all right, that will do it for good uh, city, by the way. Good city. You like Ottawa? I've been there. You're a big fan of Ottawa. I've been much. I haven't been to Canada at all. It's on my bucket list. Me neither. There in Ontario. I want to go to Vancouver, yeah, Montreal too. Shouts out to the French Canadians. Um, so yeah. All right, that'll do it for Deacon and Geekin. Um, we will be back with that segment, and we promise to bring someone who actually knows yeah, more yeah, hockey. Don't bring me. Well, no, that was just interesting storylines. It wasn't like yeah. I was going to actually no, break down sure. what's going on in the ice. I wouldn't dare insult the hockey the, the hockey cohort like that. Yeah. These were just headlines that we could take some take some shots at. Gotcha. Hopefully we did a good enough job. If not, they'll let us know. Um, all right, so that'll do it for Deacon and Geekin. We are now moving on to Full Court Press. Full court press. And, oh, that snuck up on me real fast. All right, uh, on today's full court press, we are going to be breaking down a couple of things here. Let's start out with this. You guys were hinting at it earlier. Alabama, ab- I mean, Alabama, uh, Duke absolutely kicked the shit out of Kentucky last night. And granted, it's week, I mean, it's game one. We still haven't gone through the crazy college basketball schedule that is everybody play that one day where there's college basketball on for 24 hours. Uh, there'll be p- 
people up on the West Coast playing games at three o'clock in the morning, and then they'll go back to the East Coast where guys are where guys are playing at eight o'clock in the morning. It's college, so they figure the kids will be up at any time. It's midnight madness, or whatever <laughs> that shit's called, where it's just a twenty-four hours straight. I wonder they, if they're on. They haven't played. The, they haven't played the games from the airline craft carrier yet. They haven't played the Hawaii game where they play it in the in that really small p- pavilion. Now Invitational. They, yeah, which oh, I didn't. I love yeah, that. They didn't. They haven't gone to the Bahamas and played in the ballroom. They haven't gone to you know. They haven't done any of those. The what? NITs haven't happened yet. This was just game one. What is your pure overreaction? Is Duke the college basketball equivalent of Alabama? Uh, I think they are an NBA team. I'm taking Duke all the way to win March Madness. You're just putting that down right now? Right just now. Whatever Duke is, John is all in on the Duke Blue Devils. Yeah, I'm going to. Is that? I think he's right. I think you think that, he's right? I think you have to. You have, you have a but Barrett and then Zion go one and two in the draft. I mean, and they're and by you got, far and you away. got arguably the best college coach of all time oh, coaching yeah. him. I mean, I mean, he it, it's pretty. The team's ridiculous, and yeah, they could they definitely. Be, I think they would beat the Cavs, and they for sure beat the Cavs. Yeah, it's 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 too. They're too good. See, I said I said that the Raiders would beat the would beat Alabama because that's an NFL body. The weightlifting that you go through in the NFL is different than what you go through in college. There's also grown men in the NFL where they're not quite grown men in in football. Who's a grown man on the Raiders? On the Raiders? Rodney Hudson, our center. Fuck off. I'm dude. just saying, there's grown it's grown men bodies. I should say going up against young, that's, young that's men a, bodies. That's the thing I've always argued yeah. too, but I. <laughs> Changing my team, and I would I would argue that if Del Rio was still on the team, you could argue some scheming too. But now Gruden, yeah. But now I look at this with with basketball and the one and done rule. Half the guys that play in the league, you know, could still technically be enrolled in college right now. Um, so it doesn't. You look at what Tatum grew leaps and bounds as a 19 year old. So that's why I think it's not a gross underestimate or a gross overreaction to say that Duke could beat the Cavs, especially with Shashetsky coaching because he coaches USA basketball. Yeah, that's probably true. But Duke's going to keep on getting the recruits. They're going to keep using the Duke brand, just like Alabama's going to do. Yeah. And Shashetsky's going to get his hands on these kids at a super young age because who's the head coach of USA Basketball? Oh, Coach so K. Imagine if, this, imagine if they, they were required to go three years in college. College basketball? Yeah, and you had, the, and had Zion, this Barrett kid, for three years. <laughs> oh, my god. It would gosh. be absolutely over. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next up on this uh, full-court press, we have LeBron. Um, I mean, the Lakers are on right now, tightly contested game with the T-Wolves. Nobody cares because they'll know the result by the time they, they hear this. Um, but LeBron, earlier in the week, after a loss, hit Diddy's birthday party in L.A. And uh, we're going to hear more of this because LeBron's in L.A. He's around all the celebrities. Do you guys have a problem with this? Just right after the loss, he just says, fuck it, I'm going to Diddy's party. Who did that, LeBron? LeBron. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, no, don't care. What's he, what's he supposed to do after I, the loss? Go, saying, go, go home and, and, yeah, and watch, watch the game People again. Don't talk to your kids. He's don't a, talk to your wife. Just a, study he's tape. He's the smartest basketball player in the world, probably. Yeah. It's like, no. He's playing with a bunch of fucking has All those Kobe and Jordan, <laughs> Jordan fans were all like, oh, Kobe would probably, have done yeah. that. No. Well, Jordan actually would have gone, drank some Crystal, and probably played night golf if he wasn't, you know. Or, or and, Actually, and try, no, Jordan, Jordan would have played poker all night and not slept, gone up, played golf, and then shown up at the gym, maybe taking a 30-minute nap and gone out and dropped 40, right? Because that's what just Jordan's legacy was. Um, but, yeah, you got again, look at Le- who LeBron is playing with, right? Not every loss is going to be his fault. Uh, this is literally a trial period for which Lakers are going to be able to play with him for yeah. the rest of his contract. Yeah. JaVale McGee is not going to be there two years from now. Lance Stevenson not going to be there for two years from now. Rajon Rondo is not even going to be there next year. He's brought in to mentor Lonzo Ball this year. 
So it's just going to be interesting uh, interesting to watch everybody overreact at the Lakers. I didn't think it was a big deal. I just thought it was funny because it was in the headlines and people are up in arms. Oh, why are you doing this? Yeah, you're right. It's definitely a process, and you got to see if uh, Kuzma, Ball, and Ingram can develop around LeBron, and if they can, then you go from there. But it's going to take time for the Lakers, and LeBron James can do whatever he wants. He can. He can do whatever it's true. he wants. He's a grown man, and he's a very, he's a grown man. He's also he's a very good basketball player. Very, so. very good. All right. Uh, next up, we have Kyrie Irving was upset with uh, oh, fuck. What's his first name? Um, nope, I'm blanking on it. Murray, oh, the, the Nugget Murray, kid. Yeah, the Murray who plays for the Nuggets, uh, trying to go for 50 points. Kyrie took exception to it as he was taking the last shot of the game, trying to get to 50. He was at 48. Uh, the Kyrie then took the ball and threw it into the stands. Kyrie has been since uh, since been fined fifty thousand uh, dollars, but Kyrie said it was immature in bush league uh, for Murray to be going for fifty points. And I'm just thinking, it was it was childish and immature. Your reaction to it. If I'm from the school of thought that says you don't want fifty points getting dropped on you, don't let the dude drop forty eight points in the process. You know, shut him down. It's like you don't want the other team dancing when they score. Don't let them score. So it was just kind of interesting to see Kyrie getting upset with this. Plus, how many 50-point games has Kyrie Irving had? Do you think the other team wasn't pissed off about that? You know, it's kind of funny how, how stuff happens when it's on the Boston other side. Boston was losing? Boston lost the game. They were losing by like eight or nine points. The game was already in hand. It was literally three seconds left on the clock. They were just running out the clock, and Murray put up a three to try and hit and 50 points. And Kyrie turned around and just took exception and, and started Char- talking. Charles Barkley, though, those guys, they always talk about how any, anybody keeps like scoring and like they've blow, they're blowing yeah, the team. Stop keeps, yeah, they, they, but they like literally, they like Bar- Barkley like, like pushed the dude to the ground. Well, that's old school basketball. Yeah, that's, that's but, like. You do that now, it's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. But like Bulls didn't do anything when Clay was. Jamal dropping, Murray, that's who it is. Jamal Murray, was sorry. 50 on him. Yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah, he got right. by 40 at half. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Get over it, yeah. Kyrie. Right. Oh, excuse me. He was fined $25,000. I overreacted. Who did? Kyrie, he was fine. Uh, Only twenty five thousand, not fifty thousand. I said, but yes, that was against um, Jamal Murray. That's the Murray I was thinking of, and uh, yeah. So Kyrie, just like you know, pot calling the kettle black, bro. You want to cry about immaturity and what's going on? Take take a look what you're doing, crying about uh, letting a guy almost score fifty f- fucking points on you. Crazy. I wonder if anybody that Wilt Chamberlain dropped a hundred points on wanted to take the ball and punt it up into the into the ceiling. Especially yeah. Wilt's dick was just smacking <laughs> <his> forehead. <laughs> Dude's turning around like, to Dude, dunk on you and you just get it off my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's where the expression "dickhead" came from. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, the All Star Game. Well, the, the All Star Game draft. So they changed up the format. This is breaking news as of today. The All Star Draft will be televised on TV. So we will find out which All Star gets picked last. So if you guys don't remember last year, top two vote-getters in each conference became captains, and the captains picked a team, and uh, and it was Steph and LeBron. And this year we'll see who it is because LeBron and Steph are in the same conference, so one of them has to win that. In Giannis. The in the East, you think it might be Giannis. Um, it could be Joel Embiid. You gotta is it the top vote-getter? Top vote-getter oh, in the East. Oh, it'll be Anson and Kupo. You think so? Yeah, I think Embiid's social media following, though, will help. Um, is amazing. All right. Well, regardless, uh, they are going to show this process on TV. If you remember last year, it was a phone call that took place, and then the report just came out later. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be fun. And I'm going to be I'm going to be honest. Even if it's Russell Westbrook who gets drafted, I mean, who gets picked last in the All Star game, still going to cheer for him because I'll cheer for whoever got picked last because on some level I could relate to that back in my youth. It's on so, TNT, right? I believe so. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I hope they just line them up like old school, like blacktop. 
Yeah, right. Like, just, I want you. That's, you how, that's how I want it to. I want them all to be maybe there. Maybe like an NBA street. Get, get like an NBA street vibe too. Like have some music playing in the background. Guys swaying back and forth. Just yo, Bron, you on my team. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then like you got it. you got Kenny and uh, EJ, Shaq and and uh, Charles making comments on the side. John yeah. at these guys. You know, Shaq threatening that he'd come down there and whoop everybody's ass. Like, hey, they should probably yeah. drive me right Yeah, drive me right now. I'll drop 50 in this game. Yeah. Hey, Kyrie, I'll drop 50 on you right now. I think it's cool. I so mean, I are, like you, are you going to tune in, you think, if you're oh, free? Oh, yeah, for definitely. I will watch it. Yeah, I don't need an excuse to watch all, Inside the NBA. They'd probably be all cracking jokes with each other. Oh, yeah. you get to see, like, a personal gonna side be, of them It's going to be stuff. a great time. And yeah. then they're going to do it two to three weeks before the All-Star game. So it'll be, I, which I think is wrong. I think that they should do it All-Star weekend. Like, it should be something that they incorporate into all-star festivities i got one better for you the day of the all-star game they all line up at half court oh no and then they just pick them and that's too ridiculous no because you gotta you gotta have the jerseys ready that's why there's too much apparel and stuff that goes Ah, they could make a jersey real quick (laughs) probably good all right uh and then last up on the full court press list i saw this article and it just kind of made me double take uh jalen brown of the boston celtics says that he's going to have five rings by the time he turns 28 Thoughts on that, guys? Wrong. Well, maybe he's coming to the Warriors. Just wrong. He's 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 saying that. Hey, I'm gonna go to the Warriors. Win my rookie contract. This guy is 22 years old, and he's given himself six years, six more years, and he just he just came in the league last year. So he's gonna say by the time he's got seven years in the league, he's gonna have five rings. He sounded a little bit more ambitious than uh, Luka Doncic, who said he's gonna win Rookie of the Year, win an NBA Finals, and then date Jennifer Aniston all in consecutive years. Does he not know that? The Warriors are still a team. And the Celtics are good, but yeah, the Warriors are really good. And then the you gotta Lakers, get past Toronto. The Lakers will be good. Yeah, Kawhi. Oh, that makes me think. If Kawhi was the leading vote getter in the Eastern Conference, imagine how uncomfortable he'd be on <laughs> television having to pick a team. You get that awkward Kawhi laugh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, you get the like Kawhi, your turn. You're like, uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I pick Braun. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I just want to throw myself under the bus so i remember we were talking about the Kawhi leonard trade yeah one of the shows when it was fresh yeah and i was like Kawhi leonard's not gonna make that big of a difference you were wrong freezing cold wrong. take yeah hand up you you're wrong they're That's fucking okay. they're balling man. yeah and they have depth but i mean Jay, why would brown the say sixers so? are getting good too that's like the Browns saying that it was like the not one championships, not yeah. two championships. Like, why do you even say that? We not winning one. You better not win in two. I wouldn't say shit until I at least got a ring. Yeah, right. And That's then, crazy. So you win a ring, and then you could say whatever you want because you just won a ring. But oh, excuse me, he's been in the league for three years, not not just one. Okay, well, um, but anyway, they're they're contenders at least. So this is his third league, or third year in the they're league. They're contenders. They're contenders for sure. But there's just so many other there's so much other talent that you have to go through. And like I agree with what you said. Win a ring first before you start mouthing off like yeah. this. Because now you start, what if injuries happen? Then we're gonna pull this up four years from now and just be like, hey, guess you what? You've only got it. two rings, and the math isn't gonna let you hey, get man. to five. You yeah, know, good luck. Oh, man. I know. That's what. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Um, and plus, he's not even taking into account that KD might leave Golden State and just take off for New York, and Kyrie might skedaddle too. And then all of a sudden, the power shifts over to man. Or you know, where? Yeah, wherever they go. The Garden. Yeah. So, yeah. So good for you, Jalen Brown. We'll see if you are gonna eat crow or not. Um, all right. So that will do it for. Uh, all things not football related, we have now reached that portion of the show. There's only two things left to talk about, football and pop culture, and we've got you right where we want you. Hook, line, and sinker. It's time for Lytle's Locks. Calling all gamblers. It's Wednesday. Put up or shut up. 
It's time for Lytle's Locks. It's Wednesday, and you know what that means? That means our friend Billy Lytle is stopping by, well, making the time, I should say, stopped by a couple weeks ago, but making the time to uh, drop some knowledge on us, drop some betting knowledge. And I'll give you the nod, Bill, because uh, after last week, I'll update the standings right now. Last week, you went 2-4, and four, I went 4-2, and two, Flan went 5-1. and one. Look, Boom, not, There you go. It finally, Damn, Flan. Finally connected I, uh, there. Should have used first those big, days. First big week of the year. Yeah, I went to Tahoe and I didn't use any money on those bets. So. Oh, but he lost 130 bucks on, uh, what was that, craps? craps. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, you lost Good money job. on playing craps? I know, it's just fucking bullshit. That's hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to do. Um, and then John and went 3-3. Three and three. Woo! Yeah, so go ahead and finish. I want to go finish. play craps now. That's all I want to do. <laughs> well, I guys, we got to pick spreads. Awesome. Oh, We're picking awesome. spreads, all right? I, I want to roll was, some dice no, right now, I was, Jeff. I'd roll for 45 minutes. No, the thing minutes that right sucked now. is I was up like 120, and then I put. Uh, I'm I, sorry, I, Bill. I put basically 120 back on the table, and. Why? Because I got really, really greedy, and I, I, I just had a hot roller. I thought I had another hot roller, and then the first one that was rolled was a seven. Uh, <laughs> I hate when that happens. I like to slow bet when I play craps for the record. Oh, I okay. go all out. All right, so that brings our updated standings through all of that. Hard Bill, fours, please. Bill is now at 28 and 21, the lead dog. Wow. But I am right on his heels. Don't you worry. I'm, I'm putting that fire to Bill's ass right now. 27, 21, and 1 because I've had the tie. You can catch him, Jeff. And then Flan Thank is sitting. Yeah, I know. Flan is now above 500 at 21 and 18 because he's a later arriver mm-hmm. to the party. And then John, depending on if we follow through with that double no, or nothing bet. No, fuck <laughs> off, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to your own show for once and you'll know. Uh, John an is honest man. 17 and 23, 17 and 22 if you ask him. Wait, so I could just roll off perfect score this week and be above 500. Let's go. Well, you could. Yeah, you could be. be 500. Yeah. All right, let's see. Or be at 500. 500. Yeah, I'm going for it. Okay, okay. No, feeling good. <laughs> a resurged John. All right. Uh, Bill, after last week's showing, how are you feeling about this week? Uh, you know, the past two down weeks I've had have been followed up by five in one week, so I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, this guy. All right. Well, uh, it's yeah. It, pretty much everybody around here's got to go five and one. Dude, it just depends I was on which, so be. tired, and then we started talking about craps. And I was <laughs> just uh, so through his veins. Crack open love, that other beer. Love craps. It's gonna help you make your decisions. All right, gentlemen, let's get started. We're going with a couple. We're going with obscure games because I'm tired of watching these ranked teams go at each other and just rip each other's throats out, and it's not even fun to watch from a gambling perspective. All right, so uh, we're I'm digging deep to the back of the bookies book, and we're gonna find out. What, what do you have to say, John? I want to make a suggestion. I want somebody else to pick the games next week because I feel like you pick all the games and then you have a team in mind as you pick them. Interesting. And everyone else has to do whatever games you choose, Jeff. So I think Billy Lytle should pick the games next week. Or well, it has been very, Jeff's games haven't been very hard for me, so I could pick them. <laughs> Alright. Well, you know what? Uh, if you're in the lead after this week, Bill, you, if you hold on to your lead, I'll let you pick the games. But if I'm in the lead, I'm definitely picking games. And excuse me for trying to be fair and just, John, I was going for the most entertaining games, not games that I think I'd automatically win. Call him bullshit. Okay. Let's hear him. Alright. This one we're going to first start out with is... Uh, <laughs> 
It's funny. It's funny because I'm a Florida Gator fan, and I, I think they're going to roll the South Carolina. I'm taking Florida minus six. I'm Jeff Woodworth. Thank you very much. All right. Well, I tried to stay away from the Raiders and the Niners because I don't want to make you guys bet on your favorite teams. So I did put the Steelers in here again so I would make you feel better that I'm betting on my favorite team. But Oh, I feel so much better. Oh, yeah. Your favorite team has a chance of winning. <laughs> yeah, it's a big difference. We just got to hope to cover. Which we won't. Well, that's and uh, all right, so let's start off with the first game here. South Carolina, unranked South Carolina, is traveling to the swamp to take on number fifteen Florida, where the Florida Gators are given six points. Billy Lytle, what are you going with in this game? Uh, the swamp's a tough place to play. I'll give you that. And South Carolina has been pretty disappointing this year. Going so so this is year, Florida. Be good. Uh, Florida's always a disappointment, but at least they're still ranked. <laughs> oh, just taking shots at my school. All right, school, my school. That's not even my school. My secondary school. Uh, so that hurts. But you're gonna take Florida. Your school is Charlemagne or yeah, I'll, I'll so roll with them Gators. Charlemagne. <laughs> All right, UF minus six. Uh, yes, that's I went. Yeah, I went to school at, at the University of Charlemagne. Thank you. Charlemagne. Uh, <laughs> all right, I too, oh I too am gonna take the Gators minus six. Uh, that's because I think they win by a touchdown. Shocker. You can't get much worse than losing to fucking Missouri. That was disgraceful, and they lost at the Swamp too against Missouri. So. Eat a dick. Uh, I I want I. No, it really it's it's tough, man. I'm I'm waiting on um. Dan Mullen. It's not gonna be this year, but next year. Huge jump for the Gators. The look that you are giving me right now, John, is I feel like you're looking right through. Me. How are you bitching about your fucking like really like good teams? No, no, no. They're they're very. I root for the Steelers and I root for Florida. Like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I am too taking Florida. <laughs> Flan, what do you got? Florida. Florida. We're all going Why, why are you Gators. guys taking Florida? You're not even going to acknowledge any, like, why? Because I'm going to take the ranked home team against South Carolina. That's right. why. Well, Will, Will I'm Muschamp. A, I'm, I'm not a fan of the Gamecocks. Will Muschamp was the former Flor, uh, Florida head coach, now the head coach at the University of Southern Carolina, or South Carolina, coming back to Florida. It's, He's got something to prove. He does. I'm just saying. We'll see. All right. Now you know how to play I'm the game. I'm taking Florida still. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill, I am losing control of this segment. Apologies. Bye, Roland. Um, all right, the wheels this are falling off the bus. smashing my beard. Down all right, here. next up on the list, we have UCLA playing at Arizona State, where Arizona State is giving 13.5 points. Flan, let's start with you. What do you think? We're going ASU. Any reason why? Uh, I like their coach. You like Herm Edwards. Yeah. All right, there we go. Concise information. Flan, I mean, Flan, you already picked. Bill, what are you picking? I'm also a big Herm Edwards guy, but that's a big – that spread's pretty outrageous. It's Chip, Kelly, it's Chip Kelly's UCLA team that I think only has two wins on, this, on the year. They've been a severe disappointment. And they're not mathematically out of the Pac-12 South. UCLA? Yeah. Wow. What a joke that's been. Yeah, that's a bi- it's a big spread, but I, I feel like the Sun Devils, they're coming off the f- one of their first losses of the year, right? Yeah, so like, you're going to take ASU? Yeah, I think they can get it done by two touchdowns. All right. Now, Let's roll with the Sun Devils. John, uh, unless you want to mock me as you go through your projection, who do you think is going to win? Or who are you taking in this game? It's not who do you think is going to win. ASU minus 13.5, or are you going to take UCLA plus 13.5? Hmm. Uh, I like Herm Edwards. Okay. I'm taking Herm Edwards. Just Herm Edwards, not the not ASU, just taking Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards himself could go out there and cover the 13.5 points. You know what? No. 
I'm not doing that. UCLA. Go Chip the Kelly. Bruins. The Bruins. All right. They're going to cover. All right. Interesting. We'll see. Next up on the list, we're going to stay in the Pac-12. The Cal Golden Bears are traveling down to the USC Trojans. Uh, the Trojans are favored by five and a half points. Um, I'm going to go first on this one. I am tempted to go with Cal because Cal not only upset Washington, but USC has been a severe disappointment this entire year with their freshman quarterback. And so for that reason, I am taking Cal and the points. I'm taking Cal too. You're going to take Cal too? Any any particular reason? Um, I'm a big fan of the uh, the annual, the Golden Bears, so I'm going to take the Cal. Okay. I think Cal's got a pretty damn good defense. Yeah. And I'm going to take Cal myself. All right. They beat Washington. They did beat Washington. I said that literally yeah. 30 yeah, seconds did, yeah. before. <laughs> like uh, I am in his ears, Bill, and he just he has learned to tune me out. I'm on a different frequency, uh, a different a different walkie-talkie channel, if you will. Uh, Bill, who are you taking in this Cal-USC game? Uh Cal has been real hit or miss this year. They do have a couple good wins, but they've not shown up in a couple games too. But I feel like yeah. that's the story of USC. Oh yeah. USC had a big win, I think, last week, and I feel like they could a big win against them. Oregon State. Oh, did they play Oregon State last week? Yeah, they beat oh, Oregon State. Who <laughs> <laughs> Cal beat forty-nine to seven? <laughs> yeah, big win, big win up in Corvallis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't have much faith in this USC team. So you're going I like Cal. Cal. All right. Well, so far, uh, if if things stay this way, Bill will be picking Lytle's locks next week because all our picks are the same. So there's no way that I could surpass him until we get to the wild card. I see what he's doing. He's hedging his bets so he could host this segment. Um, Not bad. <laughs> we move on to the NFL now where the Carolina Panthers will travel to Heinz Field to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the line has since changed, but we are going to go with the line that was available when I wrote this down this morning. Uh, the Steelers are giving four points. If you look online now, they are favored by three and a half. It's a half point difference. Okay, whatever. Um, so, John, we're going to start off with you. Are you taking Pittsburgh minus the four? Or are you going to take Carolina and the points? I'm taking Carolina. Oh, any particular reason why? This game is tomorrow. Short week, Thursday night football. Oh, actually, who's the home team? Pittsburgh. Fuck, I love the home teams on Thursday night football. Yeah. Unless you're the Eagles playing in New York. I, re- I, really like, I really like the home teams on Thursday night football, and for that reason, I'm still going to take the Panthers. Okay. All right. Well, it hurt, That travel hurt the Raiders last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that <laughs> bus ride. Fuck me. Oh, well, you know, the carpool lane that can get a little crowded. <laughs> Short week, it's tough to play on the road. <laughs> I'm taking travel. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. Bill, who are you taking in this game? You're cutting the man off yeah, his sorry, own segment. Sorry, <laughs> uh, He's all ready, and you so just excited. like it matters the, what order we go in. D's starting to come back a little bit. They're playing a lot better. Than Don't disrespect us like that. There's no linebackers out there that really want to be out there. The secondary's okay. I gotta stop before John gets upset with me. Playing a lot better. The D line's showing up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, like, I think I like they can it. get after Cam, especially on the short week. I'm worried about I think the Steelers week. are going to win by a touchdown. McCaffrey, fella. All right, so you're going to take Pittsburgh. All right. Uh, Flan, you were very excited to pick this game. Who are you taking? Carolina. Fix your mic, please. Carolina. Uh, Carolina. Okay, there we go. Any particular reason why? Um, I like Cam Newton. Because you hate me. All right, that's cool. I'm going to take Pittsburgh for obvious reasons. There's... 
it's a Thursday night game at home, short field. I mean, short short week. They should win by two touchdowns. They won't, but they should. So, what, is are, you saying, are you just saying Carolina's shit? Yeah, not shit. It's just the short week doesn't help, and it it does you so much more. It, it so many more favors to be at home on a short week on a Thursday night game than just it, basically going with your sentiment, right? Not every game's gonna be as bad as the Niner Raider game, uh, but like. Look at what happened. Who was it? Was it the Rams and the Vikings that played on a Thursday night not too long ago, and the Rams won by a couple touchdowns? Maybe hey, that game was 38-31. Oh, okay. My bad. Well, that ruins my point. But um, I'm still confident that the Steelers will be able to win this game by more than a touchdown. So, especially on a short week, um, I'm, I'm confident. So, we'll see. All right, moving on. Uh, this will be the only game that we have. Well, unless you guys pick one for your wild card. The only one on the slot that is a road favorite. This is the Atlanta Falcons are giving four points when they travel to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Uh, John, who do you have in this game and why? I think the Falcons are really hot right now, and I think the Browns got a lot more work to do before they're anything. So I'm going to take – dude, Matt Ryan's playing great. I, I like that offense. I'm taking Atlanta. Interesting. They're, okay. they're only given four? Only given four. Oh, they're going to fucking kill that. Okay. All right, uh, Bill, who are you taking in this game? Uh, the New Orleans Saints are heading up to Cincinnati. No, not no, the wild, no, not no, the no, wild no, card no. game, big dog. Uh, <laughs> I thought we were up there. No, no, we Atlanta, up Cleveland, Atlanta, I Cleveland. Jumped the gun. <laughs> I, the gun. I was looking it up because I forgot it. No, you're good. Uh, Atlanta. Okay. Any particular I mean, reason it's why? The Browns. Okay. It's the Browns. <laughs> All right, there we go. But Baker's gonna ball out. Well, you well, know. It's going to be a shootout. The Falcons win by a touchdown, 10, 10 points maybe. I don't know if it is a shootout. I think Atlanta might just murder him. Flan, who do you have in this game? Falcons. Okay. Well, any particular reason why? Um, I like Matt Ryan in this game, oh. and I think that the defense will step it up and Mayfield will choke. Okay, interesting. Now, with all that being said, I am going to go with Cleveland, and I'm going to take the four points. Why? Cleveland's at home. They play a lot better at home than they do on the road. They hung in there with Kansas City. Atlanta is a far less superior team than Kansas City. Uh, How much did they end up losing to to Kansas City? I'd have to look that up by. I think it was uh, 17 points. Yeah, that's not hanging in there. Yeah, I, I, think, I think they scored late to make it look better. Too. Yeah, that's they were not they, hanging in there, The game Jeff. was close at halftime. I think Baker can string it together for two halves. I think he can keep this close. I'm not saying that the Browns win. I'm just saying they that keep, they... You think they keep it in within they, a field within goal? Within a field goal Atlanta. against Atlanta. This I think year. Atlanta's You a lot. guys are putting a lot of stock in Matt Ryan, who's been pretty hot and cold, all right? He hasn't and, been cold at all this year. Uh, a pretty average, you know. So Matt Ryan is pretty average. Matt Ryan's mediocre. Look him up right now. Look up Matt Ryan's career stats. He's mediocre. Wait, are you? Are we talking this year or career? I'll throw. Well, this year encompasses his career this thus far. So I'm aside, aside from the Shanahan year, what has Matt Ryan done for you? Okay. He's had a pretty solid year this year. I believe he's might be the top scoring fantasy. Uh, well, Matt Ryan, for the record, has three interceptions thrown this year. Okay, this is 10, 11, okay. 14. I'm still digging my heels in this 19, take. 19 touchdowns to three interceptions. Okay. Um, he's I'm, thrown for over 300 yards. What's and his passer three rating? Straight ga- I don't fucking know. But he's thrown for <laughs> the lowest amount of yards he's thrown for this year is 251 on the road week one against Philly. And he's damn near torched everybody since. What's their defense like, John? 
What's the defense like? This in is Atlanta? the point that this is not the defense's point. You're saying that Matt Ryan is mediocre. I know. And I, I'm this about year. to. I'm about to change oars in the middle of a stream. What is their defense like? I'm gonna justify this pick on the. They're Browns banged one up, but I honestly I think Atlanta's a lot better than their record is. And is this the Browns' first game with? Uh, no. Greg Williams, a coach. No. no, 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 no. That was last week with Kansas City. Oh, Listen, that's a good. The Browns lost the, the to the Oakland Raiders. You gotta be <laughs> miserable to do that. I, I, I will double down and say Atlanta just smokes their asses. This really week. interesting. Would you do that for a second loss? If <laughs> are we gonna go down this? If road? I get, if I get, no, because you're gonna go. I don't know if you said that, and you. Know, <laughs> No, they're gonna win that by at least. Really they're, gonna, like they're gonna win by at least ten points. And Interesting. That's being nice. Okay. Well, I think the Browns. I'm not saying the Browns win this game, but they keep it within a field goal. Uh, you know, even if that's a touchdown late in garbage time, even if it's Baker scoring you, one for pride. You they know? do have a good defense. Like you know, do there's you like, a lot of talent or random positions on this Cleveland Browns team. Okay, Jeff. It's an eclectic group of talent. Yeah, on paper they should be pretty. Hey, good, good for you for taking something that wasn't popular. Thank I think you. we all agreed on everything up until then. So up until this you. point, I had to. Well, no, the UCLA game is a bone of contention oh, for you. Oh yeah. But uh, well, yeah, at this stupid. point, I had to shake things up. Well, we also were 50-50 on the Pittsburgh Carolina game. Okay. Otherwise, it's been a very boring Lotto's locks this week. Yes. Uh, but we're at the wild card game, so we get to spice it up. And I think Billy was really ready to tell us about his <laughs> wild card game. So I'd love to hear from Billy. Billy, what's your wild card game? Yeah, I think you already knew. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't remember. It's uh, something with New Orleans. And uh, our Lord and Savior Drew Breezes. Uh, they they will be traveling up to Ohio, beautiful Cincinnati. No, oh, maybe get a bowl of spaghetti chili. <laughs> okay. And uh, stomp all over the Bengals. Uh, what are the, what are they favored by in that game? Five and a five. half. Oh, okay. So you're gonna take New Orleans minus five and a half. Yeah, I have five and a half on this right here. One of the best teams in the league, so it's it's a smart. And the Bengals don't have A.J. Green right now. Oh, geez. Uh, Andy Dalton, that red rifle. Rifles don't work. Uh, do rifles work as well in the cold, Bill? You're the hunting guy. Uh, they should work just fine. Okay. I didn't know if it and was if one they of they don't, they'll just hand the ball off. Heat <laughs> sensitive or not, you know. Uh, yeah, Joe Mixon pounded away. Joe right. Mixon's really good. I'm not saying he's not. All right. Um, I, for my wild card game... Uh, the Niners are playing the New York Giants on Monday Night Football, and we, again, are treated to 49er football in prime time. Um, I don't know what we did. I don't know what we did to deserve this, but I can tell you this, guys. After that Thursday night performance, I am 100% Mullins, hashtag Mullins on Big Dick Nick and Kyle Shanahan taking this Niner team to 8-8 eight and eight for the rest of this year. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking I idiot. Oh, Dennis Flans here. Uh, but no, I think that the Niners are definitely going to walk all over this abysmal New York Giants team that is traveling back to the West Coast for a primetime game. We're going to see an Odell meltdown. We're going to see Eli throw two picks and look stupid on the sideline like he just huffed a bunch of glue. Um, the Niners <laughs> minus three. I think this is a game that the Niners could easily win by two touchdowns. So, uh, but I'm not going to go on, uh, on that big of a limb, but yes, this will be the Niners were thinking they were going to get the number one draft pick. Now you guys are going to be drafting like 16th because big Nick, Nick, here's I'm Mullins, Mullins all the way. Kyle Shanahan went out. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. So I hope you're ready. You thought you were going to Flan, You thought you guys were going to come away with like a, what, like a one in 15 or like a, like a two and 14 year. We'll probably end up with like three. <laughs> you, you think they're going to go three and what is that? 
three and thirteen. Yeah. No, no, no. This is a learn th- math, Jeff. This is a team that's five and eleven, destined for five and eleven. But I could see them going eight and eight to the promised land. Um, all right, Flan, who is your wild card game? I'm taking the Chargers over the Raiders. Interesting. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers, make <laughs> my ass. John, John giving a very disapproving look. <laughs> Cold blood, uh, my dude. Well, I'm looking. You guys do <laughs> have all the same, virtually all the same picks. So, John, unfortunately, I'm going to make you pick a different wild card game for the sake of the competition. I had a backup. Okay, that's good. And yeah. I think that the Rams are going to be really pissed off that they lost the game. And what do I think the Rams are going to do to Seattle, given nine and a half points? I think they're going to shove it down their asses. That's and good. I, I just have to draw an R over the C. Thank you. Making my life very easy on your pick. Okay. Instead of lack, it's law or no. I don't understand what you're saying. I was writing down the abbreviations. You're taking the Rams minus nine and a half. I didn't realize it was nine and a half, though. (laughs) You're going to take the Rams minus nine and a half? Yeah. 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 Okay. They've been smoking teams. They're the Rams? Yeah. Well, they didn't smoke Drew Brees. And, and to piggyback on that, it was a tight game last time when Seattle played the Rams. And the Rams aren't going to take kindly to that, and they're going to smoke their asses. Interesting. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Big girl. He's going to find the end zone a couple times. Yeah, this, it's not going to be. It's not going to be a good game for Seattle whatsoever. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, they're in trouble for show. L.A. Rams just lost a game. Oh, good enough. They for are show. charging. All right. Well, thank you very much, Billy. We will see how your picks line up uh, again. If you well, we have two different. How many picks do we have that are different? We have two opposing picks, so if we go 500 this week, you get to pick the games next week. If I go 2-0 and and I beat you on those two picks, the two picks in question that we'll be paying attention to will be the Cleveland-Atlanta game and then, of course, the wild card game because we unfortunately picked every other pick the same, uh, but that is because we are betting geniuses. So, Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, I feel a 6-0 week coming on, so. Oh, ready. wow. 6-0 week. That's impressive. I feel, that, I feel that way every day. We Have have we had? Yeah, right. Every Wednesday at 9.30, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> like I got a 6-0 coming. <laughs> Just put it down. I wish my bookie was still awake so I could I could hit him up right now. Um, my question is, have we had anybody go 6-0? I don't think. We've had somebody go 5-0. I, I sure as hell haven't gone 6-0. No, no, you haven't. But you're due. You're due. In baseball terms, you're due, but we're doing football picks, so who knows? <laughs> yeah. No, we have not had a – we've had two five-and-ones since we've oh, gone okay. to the – The six-game format. Three, I guess, because playing I got one now. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Represent. Maybe I'll be the fourth. Represent, maybe. I, I was going to say, you're the only one on the crew who actually hasn't gone five-and-one so far, so you're due. You really are due. This is your week. And John and I did not pick alike, so – that's not good. All right. Um, good for you. <laughs> yeah. All right, because you're the one who's due. All right. Thank you, Billy. Um, so I, I say this every Wednesday in the hopes that it might happen. Uh, chances that we might get you to actually come out of the house or, or not go on a hunting trip to go out for a beer. Uh, I will be leaving <laughs> Saturday morning for Montana for a week. Oh, Don't. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, there's uh, well, there's now <laughs> Friday night. Now I got to cover a, a game. God damn, Bill. Wait, Montana on. So you're going to be in Montana next Wednesday? Yes, sir. Will you still be able to call? Oh, no, the time change. Oh, Jesus. No, it'll be dark. I'm sure it'll be dark. You can just text uh, your picks in and we'll broadcast we'll them. 
Yeah, don't we'll, we'll we'll make it work. I just want to make sure that your opinions are heard on here, and you can talk shit to whoever you need to. You know, especially if if this is the week that you're set to take over hosting, I'd I'd want you to be available on the phone. You know, uh, we might have to do it from another state. Oh, hopefully okay. the connection's good out there. Hopefully, out in the middle of the nowhere. Where are you going again? Montana. Ooh, lots of bears out there. So I've heard. Yeah, hopefully I don't see any. Yeah. Oh, well. Who knows? All right. Thank you. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. I don't know. I've never been to North De- or Montana. I I've said never North been De- to North Dakota <laughs> before. <laughs> it's almost all the same out there. All right, Billy. They do border each other. Yeah. Good job on your geography. Thank you. All right, Bill. Until next time, uh, safe travels, and we will see how these picks work out. All right. Thank you, you again. Boys. Bye, Bill. Have fun. Miss see you, Bill. Bye, Bill. I miss you, Bill. <laughs> at me. I have the power! It is time for the week nine power rankings according to me, yours truly. Uh, There's a lot of power rankings out there that don't necessarily matter. These ones do. Um, I will say, in the interest of transparency, because this list has started to get longer and longer as we go on through the season, I will just tell you who's floating around. uh, 11 to 15, Philly, Cincinnati, Seattle, Atlanta, and Washington. You're pushing, you're pushing, you're knocking on the door. I'm just not buying, uh, investing in the hype right now. So without further ado... At number 10, falling two spots, the Houston Texans after their win against Denver. I was just not impressed. That was a road victory where Denver looked like they could have snuck one out at the last minute, and they did not. Uh, Houston hangs on. Again, just wasn't impressed. We'll see. They're 6-3. and three. This is still a very strong team. Um, I like the move trading for Demarius Thomas. We'll see how it pays off uh, in the end. And then um, number 9, not moving any spots, the Chicago Bears. They beat the shit out of the Buffalo Bills at 5-3. and three. Uh that was without Khalil Mack, but again, it was against the Buffalo Bills. Didn't really show me much. All you did was kind of just maintain your winning percentage there. That defense won me a game. Won you a fantasy game? Yeah. Shouts out to the, uh, yeah. the Chicago Duh, Bears. Number eight, falling one spot, the Minnesota Vikings at 5-3-1. and one, uh, Win versus Detroit. Look, this is a very good defense, and it's a very good offense. I've said this time and time again. This offense will go as far as Kirk Cousins takes them. He has all the necessary weapons around him to make Kirk Cousins an above-average quarterback that we know he can be when he has said weapons. Uh, moving on, number seven, jumping up three spots after their win versus Tampa Bay at 6-2, and two, the Carolina Panthers. We're going to find out a lot about this Cal- – uh, we are going to find out a lot about this Carolina Panthers team tomorrow night when they take on the Steelers uh, Thursday night football. I like Cam Newton. I like Christian McCaffrey. I like what they're doing on offense. Uh, it's their defense, man. Like Luke Keekley, I feel like gets a concussion once a year, so we'll just see if he's able he to is. hang. Yeah, he's pretty – pretty. that head worries me, man. We'll see. And he's the heartbeat of their defense, so uh, no issues with their offense. It'll be the defense uh, if they could keep the other team from scoring. And then, of course – you also want to make sure that Cam keeps performing at the high level that Cam is performing at. Although I will say, for as much adulation as Cam is receiving this year, Mitchell Trubisky, the Chicago Bears quarterback, is putting up numbers that are similar to Cam Newton's. Uh, just, you know, eat on that one for a second. You're looking at me funny, John. Look up those numbers. Mitch Trubisky, side-by-side comparison. Same numbers as Cam Newton, and everyone's talking about how Cam should be in the MVP race. I think we should take Ooh, a look at Mitchell Trubisky. fucking said Cam Newton should be in the MVP race? Mainstream media, which means they're wrong. 
All right, and then number six, not moving any spots at 5-2-1 after a win, a decisive win in Baltimore, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I'm not going to really say much about them. This is just going to be interesting to watch my my sixth best team in the NFL go up against the seventh best team in the NFL tomorrow. It'll be night. a very interesting it's game. Gonna tomorrow. Be, it's going to be a good probably game. Probably going to be one of the better Thursday nighters uh, that we'll have all year. I don't um, think so. Yeah, should be a good game. Uh, nothing was nearly as entertaining as that San Francisco Oakland one. Just from a I'm sheer. I'm really just, happy <laughs> that I was in Texas. <laughs> didn't have to watch that. And didn't have to watch oh, that. Shit. Somebody had the phone at the dinner rehearsal, yeah. and I was like, "Cool." And then I was like, oh, uh, yeah. "All right, you can yeah. turn it off." Isn't there yeah. basketball on now? Yeah. It's fucking awful. All right, uh, number five, not moving any spots at six and two after their win against the Seattle Seahawks, the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm telling y'all, the only teams that the tar- the Chargers have lost to. The Chiefs and the Rams. Everybody else, they take care of business. They beat who they're supposed to beat. This team is for real. They, they could make a charge. They still don't have Joey Bosa. No, but I, no, uh, and I'm saying that and they're they doing this yeah. and they ha- they don't have. They're their also best down to safety for uh, Verrett or their corner. Like the Chargers lose guys every every training camp to injury, and they're yeah. still able to do this. Philip Rivers balling out. Keenan Allen still staying healthy. Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, uh, Antonio Gates. Even though uh, defying, and then somebody defying seems the to step up, whether it's Tyrell Williams or Mike Williams, they just they do it. Yeah. They're a good team, man. So at number five, the Chargers. Number four, not moving. Uh, any spots? The Kansas City Chiefs at eight and one. Uh, congratulations, you took care of Cleveland. I mean, we know who you are. We know who you are offensively. I still want to see that defense, man. That defense is the biggest question mark uh, concerning that team. Number three, even though they lost this week, you uh, it, they lost the New Orleans Saints, the Rams at eight and one, their first loss. Uh, this is a very talented team on both sides of the ball, but you lost to New Orleans Saints. Uh, in the dome against Drew Brees, and uh, quite possibly one of the best quarterbacks. Uh, I'd say top two quarterbacks in the league right now, Drew Brees, Tom Brady. So you know, take that for what it's worth. All right. Um, and people want to throw Aaron Rodgers in that category. It upsets me, but uh, I have to let it happen. So um, I just don't think Aaron Rodgers is drummed up as everybody is, you know makes him out to be. He's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but he's not you know this goat status. Okay. That's like, you know, uh, shooting yourself in the foot and then taking the bullet out of your foot doesn't make you, you know, a great surgeon. It just means that you know how to take the bullet out of your foot. And I feel like when he's doing all these game-winning drives, it's essentially, you know, Aaron Rodgers, let's pull the bullet out from out of our foot that we, we put there in the first half, you know. Um, huh. So it's, 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 it Best don't impress man. me much, you know. Huh. Um, so and then moving on to the number two team. So who is number three, the Rams? The Rams are number three at eight <laughs> and one. Wow. Number two, the New England Patriots at seven and two. That was a very decisive win against the Green Bay Packers. Let's be completely honest. They have the superior coaching. They have the superior quarterback. The defense is a resu- is, is going to do well because of the superior coaching. And Tom Brady is an extension of that superior coaching out on the offense. It does not matter who they dress up. They could dress up random Joe Schmoes from Joe's versus Pros. Give them a week to study a playbook. Go out there and do your job, as Bill Belichick likes to say, and they would still come out with a W. It's very annoying. I don't understand it. Uh, at this point, you can't question it. Until Tom Brady goes away, uh, the the Patriots are going to be good. You know, That's just what we have to deal with. Yeah. Number two team in the league, New England Patriots. Number one, not moving any spots. My top six didn't move any spots. I said this last week before they took down the Rams, and I'm going to stick by this. The number one team in the NFL right now, the New Orleans Saints, at 7-1 after their win against the Los Angeles Rams. Drew Breezes, deliver us from all our sins. Forgive us this day, our daily bread. This man is half God, half amazing. 
he will throw you open. They just signed Des Bryant. Again, not that it makes the Saints any better, but it's another weapon that Drew Brees can throw to, and we know that man can throw. Michael Thomas, absolutely dominant. Their defense is not looking bad. It, the one anomaly that happened was week one when they took on Fitzmagic, and who and in any of the right mind, you're lying if you said that you saw that performance coming from Ryan Fitzpatrick. Nobody did. Nobody saw that coming. It happened in the Dome. It's an anomaly. They've taken care of teams since. They score early. They score often. The noise helps. The Rams mounted a little bit of a comeback in that game, but the, the Saints were able to fend them off. So for that reason, they stay number one in my power rankings. Again, my top five, the Los Angeles Chargers at five, Kansas City Chiefs at four, the Rams at three, the Patriots at two, and the Saints at number one. You don't like it, you can hop in my mentions and tell me why I'm I, wrong. I think those are the top five like teams it? in the NFL. Well, you know, the toughest part about coming up with this is really drumming up like eight to eight to ten, like eight to thirteen, because I like to draw out fifteen teams, you know, just yeah. to give myself the list. And eight, eight to thirteen is very yeah, tough. It's not my segment, so it's don't okay. Care, but I mean, I would flip flop a few, but I think that's uh, the top five. It's interesting because I would like to hear your feedback. I mean, I would. I just off air. No, <laughs> I just think the Rams are the best team in football. It's interesting all around. I respectfully disagree. And, uh, and we just really saw that. On, we just saw that on Sunday. I don't think that result would have changed if they were playing in LA. I still think the Saints would have come one, out. I think it's one week. I mean, I don't. They're both phenomenal teams. I just I think the Rams are more complete. Interesting. The Saints are amazing, too. Yeah, so Very good team. All right. And on that note, we have one segment left. Flans just perched himself up. I can see both guys are pretty tired. We're getting to the very end here. But now it is time for the pop culture update. Yes. Are you, are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, but it's still in the news, so we're going to talk about it anyway. Uh, guys, I will kick off this pop culture update. I don't usually come strong with this segment at all. I, I like to genuflect to Flan, but I do have two things to toss up. The first one, uh, I don't know if either one of you guys play Fortnite. I know, John, I've seen you on Player or Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Is that what they call that? PUBG? PUBG. Yeah. So, anyway, Fortnite just teamed up with the NFL. And uh, you can get skins, which is, you know, costume for your character. And now you can deck them out in your favorite team's uniform, even customizable numbers. Because, you know, sometimes when they do that, they give you the generic double zero. I am not a Fortnite player at all. In fact, I have Red Dead 2. Um, and what? I bought Red Dead 2. And then I also have the new Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I still have to beat Origins too. Red so. Dead 2 is the best fucking game ever. So really? I will not be playing Fortnite ever. I have those three games to worry about before I've been. Then I got UFC 3 that's just hanging around there too that I want to play too. I still haven't even gotten a Call of Duty World War 2. I have so many video Don't games that, that I have to... No, I, there's a new Call of Duty out. World War Two is in the past now. But I want to play Black Ops Four. I don't. I don't mess around with that futuristic stuff. I'll play. I'll play the old school. I still have to don't, play. Don't I still have to time. play Battlefield One, bro. I'll I'll okay. Do you have an Xbox One? Yeah. Okay. I'll give you. I'll give you Call of Duty. I already have it. It's been bought for me. Oh. Yeah. I'll I've played. I've messed around with it a little bit. I just haven't played it as much as I want to. You know. Okay. Like, I've only. I, I've merely scratched the surface with Call of Duty World War Two. Gotcha. And there's just. Uh, you know how people are like. There's a bunch of movies I have to see. There's a bunch of video games the I have to play. The little story was actually kind of fun. And I'm. I'm about that. Too, I'm, I like the story mode more than I like, or well, campaign then, more then than I like online. Then you should just throw all those games in the trash. And you play like the story more. Okay. You like the story mode more because you suck at the online. Online, not true. I was decent online. I just like the story mode. That's why mm -hmm. I like the campaign. You like will never, oh, okay. you will never play a more in-depth game 
than Red Dead Redemption 2. I was always awful at zombies. That was the one I was worst oh, at really? with, with uh, Call huh. of Duty. Yeah. Jeez. I'd freak out, man. There'd be like four zombies ah. in front of me, and I'm just like, fuck, like, I don't want to do this, and then I'd die. Yeah. And then it's just whoever I'm playing with, I'm like, hey, can you come revive me? <laughs> oh, you died too? Shit, man. All right, we'll, we'll try again in 15 minutes. Um, so, yeah, that is it. Fortnite skins, uh, the NFL... NFL jerseys are coming to the Fortnite skins, so yay if you play Fortnite. If you don't, whatever. Uh, it's a video game that a bunch of kids <laughs> are playing. Yeah, whatever. Loser. Loser. No, no, we're not losers because we don't play Fortnite. We're grown. All right, we got better games to play. There's a cartoon battle I royale. Just don't play. Oh, grown up over there at all. All right. Anyway, Actually, the last game I think the last game I bought was uh, the Madden game with Adrian Peterson on it. Oh, so 25. 25. Oh my god. Wow. That oh, was the last video game I bought. Yeah. With Adrian Peterson was on there? Madden 25. Three years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. That was oh. three years ago? I believe so. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So it went Madden 15, Madden 25, Madden 16, 17. I haven't played a Madden game in a long yeah. time. Or Madden 17, Madden 18. Anyway, um, okay. Next up on the pop culture update that Dude, I'm bringing. Out of that Batman Arkham Asylum game. That game was fun Ooh, as shit. Ooh, Batman games are fun. They're hella fun. Yeah. All right, next up on the pop culture update. I don't know if you guys were paying attention during the LSU-Alabama game, but late in the game, the Skycam caught a chick. Very cute, by the way. A uh, little redheaded chick just mean mugging the camera. She was not amused at all that LSU was getting that ass beat 29 nothing. So the internet decided to scour out and say, who is this girl? Who is this girl? And she finally uh, has surfaced as to who she is. She's a freshman at LSU, and she has since been found in multiple photographs smiling. So oh. she was just not amused by the effort that Ed Orgeron's LSU Tigers were putting up on and Saturday. And she's an LSU fan? She has been a, she's a diehard LSU well, fan. Well, then your face she's, would look like that, She's too. been an LSU fan since she can remember is what yeah. the article said. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Very cute. Can't, yeah. So, Flan, get that Tinder premium and swipe right until you come across. I believe her name was Kaylee. So I just remember that. Redhead Kaylee from LSU. Keep out for her. Swipe right. She's a cutie. And we'll just say, Kaylee, when you, see, when you find Flan, swipe right. Please, we're not desperate. We're just asking. That's our Tinder campaign for Flan. So, Good all right, yeah, my turn. Yes, pop culture update. <laughs> Flan, go ahead. Um, Pete Davidson is back in the news. Oh, butthole our eyes! Buddy. What he yeah. do? <laughs> um, two things. Well, one, one, he broke up. He broke up with his girlfriend, right? Yeah. And yeah, then Ariana yeah. Grande wrote a big song, and oh now it's the, new, it's the new anthem for every single chick so out there. So tired of her. Yeah. And then uh, he went on SNL, and he. Uh, <laughs> I thought this was funny. I thought what he did with SNL was pretty funny. He had a joke about a uh, a guy who was running for uh, representative in Texas, and he has an eye patch over his eye because he, he got it. He got it from a um, uh, it was a war. Uh oh, he caught hella shit for this. Yeah, he? yeah. I'll, uh, I'll play. I'll play the clip right now. I thought I thought it was pretty funny. Hold it in the mic, please. That's loud. It's gonna hurt my ears. I just know. No, it. it's not. Uh, Dan Crenshaw. Uh, you may be surprised to hear he's a congressional candidate from Texas and not a hitman in a porno movie. <laughs> oh my god. That joke was kind of weak, Sorry, but. Lost, uh, his eye in, in war or whatever. <laughs> wow, dude. That was a re- it was a really lazy joke from Pete it's Davidson. It's a very lazy joke, but then I think the part that just made it go overboard where he was like, well, it's from war or whatever. You're right, yeah. yeah that's whatever it. part. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> it's, well, at least he didn't kneel during the national anthem, so I'm sure. And he's white, so he'll get away with it. Um, but then there's that. He got got a lot of flack from that. But then uh, I guess S- they had to have known that he was good because everything from SNL is always they put it on a big uh, card or whatever. Yeah. They just read off a card. yeah. So SNL had to have known he was going to say that. So that got approved, yeah. But, um, and then, uh, so there's that. And then 
Another thing I read was let me pull it well, up. Can we dissect that real quick? Sure, like, you're, I'm, you're more than welcome. I'm too. so tired of the Kardashians and Ariana Grande that they're always making it. It's like Pete Davidson made one joke about how bad of a week he was having on an SNL promo, and she tweeted at him just like, "You can't keep my name out of your mouth" or something like that, or like, "You can't, st- you'll do anything for attention" or something like that. And it's just like, well, what do you think she's doing? Exactly, yeah. bitch. Like you've been with three dudes in the past what four years? You went from Big Sean to uh, Mac Miller to Pete Davidson, and like, and and it seemed like no time. Not that I have any problem with you know hopping for that whatever, it's her, her own prerogative. But I'm just saying the um, the speed in which she did it. I feel like she transitioned from guy to guy rather quickly. She is aren't going to homie hopper question mark. Anyway, Flan, continue on. Probably, probably. All right. So uh, there's <laughs> another thing that uh, supposedly Johnny Depp when he gonna gets into roles. They're trying to make him Pirate Six right now. Oh, I'm all for it. I'm all really? for it. We, but, but uh, number no, four no, no, was no, no, the worst. But here, here's yeah. the thing. They're bringing up Pirate 6, but Johnny Depp is not in the movie. Oof, I don't know about that. There's no Captain Jack, but I guess mm. the reason why they took him off because they fired him because he, quote-unquote, boiled his brain for being in a sauna too long, and there's a report that he hit the maximum heat, whatever it was in a sauna, which is 1,000 degrees. <laughs> Which isn't true. I don't. You can't well, see so it. Johnny, so what they're saying is there's That's an urban impossible. legend. Urban legend says that Johnny Depp stayed in a really, really hot sauna for too long and melted his brain. Yes, that's what everyone's saying right now. He's interesting because he, he prepares for the role of Captain Jack in a sauna. Oh, he gets the whole delirious thing going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it has something to do with his hundred million dollar wine collection too. He's probably drinking a little bit of that as well that caused him to go broke. Did you guys hear about that, Johnny but Depp? His whole skins right now is all just fucking gross yeah yeah it wouldn't surprise me he's like he was one of those guys that wrote out that whole i'm gonna be dirty grimy slimy and it's gonna be sexy wave and then it just all of a sudden it was just no you're perma grimy me slimy and now fix your go go fix yourself is i think what we need to be uh saying to johnny depp i just noticed that the calendar in your garage is set for july you lazy piece of shit it's not me i'm not i'm not in charge well, of you're in here more than anybody else probably Jeff, so you could change it oh i look at my phone for the date thank you for getting us off topic anyway anything else to the pop culture update no that'll do it what if i had something well did you have something no, no. okay that's <laughs> what i thought it was very predictable thank you um <laughs> oh, my jokes are getting stale yeah i really wait wait, wait. um so yeah go ahead well, i got it I was going to say, I really, and on the topic of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, I, number four was awful. Number five wasn't too bad, but <laughs> obviously the first three wasn't, wasn't great. Number five wasn't too bad. I'm a fan of the franchise, dude. What do you want me to say? I'm down for number six, but I want Johnny Depp in it. Four and five, four and five were so bad. Four was awful. I'll give you four. Five, five was not as bad. Five was good considering how bad I, four was. I, I'm going to throw something out there. I think anytime you make a series... Like, you keep doing these movies, they're just shitty. Star Wars. (laughs) Star Wars, shitty. Rocky movies, probably shitty after a certain amount. Like, Creed's not bad. Well, I stopped watching after Rocky Maybe make three tops and get the fuck out. That's my hot take. (laughs) Hot take. Pop culture hot take. I mean, just seriously. God dang. All right. Well, uh, that is our show. Um, Yeah. Round of applause to us. Thank you, John, for stopping by. Thank you for Cousin John. Thank I could tell that John. I pissed him off automatically by no, mispronouncing the last name. No, you and didn't. I, I should have known better. I got You know what I did? I got cocky, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this, and then I okay. just phonetically well, phonet- phonet- mispronounced say it. Say it correctly. El Marini. Yeah, you said that so easy. El oh, Marini. I just, it was muscle memory now, because I've just been—I've actually been reciting it this whole time. I've been looking yeah. at you while we're doing the podcast. Thank so you so much. Don't fuck up his last name. Yeah. 
I'm Morelli. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was a little grumpy tonight. It's I apologize. okay. It's understand. It's understood. It's understand. And it's understandable. So <laughs> <laughs> we get that. Uh, Flan, do you want any? Do you want anybody to know anything about what's going on in your life? No, he's like, no, don't touch me. Don't talk to me. All right. Uh, we'll see you again on Sunday. John, thank you for stopping by. Anything that you want the people to know about going on in your life? Yeah, man. I've just been crushing a lot of beers. <laughs> no, crushing brews. Everything's great. Hanging I, with the bros. Thanks for uh, always being so passionate about getting us together to do this. I think it's really cute, Jeff. Well, you know, it's really, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Cute, I'm glad you find cute. it cute because I'm running out of money to pay you guys to keep on coming over here. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, where's, <laughs> right? he get, oh, for the record, I, he, buy friends. I think <laughs> he spotted me a beer or two the first time I came over. Yeah, and every other time I was like, hey, I, I saw how much you drink, bring your own fucking beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing is, yeah, there was a lot more beer when I was, uh, it was a way to entice people to come over and now I'm just like, yeah, come over and they'll think to themselves, oh, maybe there's beer and maybe I should bring my own and then yeah. all of a sudden they, they bring their own and then we're good to go. So the frugal team. Uh, How about you, Jeff? Anything? What's going on in your life? I'll probably be covering a football game uh, this Friday. We got two teams in the area still, and they're still alive in high school football. I'll be covering them. Then we move on to basketball season. Cool. So, other than that, I am. Uh, and we'll be cheering on the Steelers tomorrow night, baby. Oh, dude, yeah, I'm gonna be freaking out. I'm gonna be freaking out. It's a big game. It is. It is. Uh, yeah, and they're, they're gonna, especially when they drop a game. They're going to be freaking out in Pittsburgh. I will. Yeah, Carolina's sure. going to win. No, well, you know, I got the Steelers socks on right now. So yeah, you do. And I'm the beanie. Repping. We'll, we'll, and then I'll be in full regalia tomorrow. So. Do I have my Raiders hat on? No. No, I don't. You have a Rainbow Giants hat on because yeah. you are open and accepting. I, I, dude, I saw this hat and I had to buy it. I can't even explain it. I just had to buy it. That has so San Francisco. No, I hate when people say stuff like that. I'm just like, I didn't say anything like I that. Know, I know, but just I said like I had I, to buy it. I hate when people are like that and they're just like that had so San Francisco. Like, what do you mean by that, bro? Like, what do you try to say? Okay. I'm really I'm really full on in the whole like, you know, I'm repping the city tonight. I rep the whole Bay Area, you know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's our show. Uh, so until next time. Deuces. Bye. Joints in the morning. I smoke two joints at night. I left you alone for the healing since I never gave you life. I walked and built good feeling. I got diamonds in my eyes. But let's be real, Godzilla in my trunk can afford my prize. Can you feel the earth? Oh, 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 oh. Can you feel the earth? Oh, 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 oh. Can you feel the earth? What you saying, Godzilla in the trunk? Got my mans in the villa with skunk. I can't trust not a soul, I'm alone. Everybody done died her back home. I've been trying to reach you for the longest. Let's smoke clear, but you know my tree be the strongest. My branches got banks, I'ma be here the longest. I dare you, little bitch, can I be on no bullshit? Young nigga shit, I'ma get ridiculed for dumb shit. Don't rain in California, but my niggas ready to dump shit. I don't like no fake big, but you back on like school lunches. I eat beach, you eat ass nigga like num num, that's scrumptious. Don't like no fake niggas, wanna collab for the clout. But I know you niggas already know what I'm about. But I've been bossing since a jitty, and we litty at the house. Niggas claim it away, but use waste for they rouse, nigga. Feel the Oh, 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 can you feel the earth?